Hey, when does the show start? Okay, okay. One, two, three, four. It's time for four hours of intellectually immature nonsense. What's this monkey business going on today? This is The Bailey Show. Okay, let's do this. The BS. Let's go, you dumb idiots. With Bailey. I, I say I'm an idiot all the time if I screw up. Nikki D. She's Nikki D. She's an influencer. Hey. <laughs> Nelson. Classic Nelson. This choked when the pressure was on. Son of The Bailey Show. On 98 Rock. All right, here it is. A Wednesday, the fifth day of July. 2023 i hope you're doing good didn't blow anything off yesterday or the day before and thanks for being here my name is jason bailey right there that is nikki d that is me there's nelson one two three four five six seven ten yes. all, all of our parts are here all digits well i got well i got, I got a little chunk taken out yeah. of me which i'll get to a little bit later <laughs> why i spent the first part of the fourth of july in the er and got to learn how fantastic the healthcare system is here in california uh, your phone number, participate in the next four hours, 916-909-0985. You can also text us at that same number. Messaging and data rates apply, the Odyssey app. You can get the stream and the podcast there as well as thebaileyshow.com. And on social media, at listen to the BS on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And our YouTube channel is at The Bailey Show, which I didn't realize. I hadn't checked it in a while. And the other day I got an email from YouTube asking me to apply for something and i was uh, i was like why, why are they paying attention to me i didn't think we had you know that big of a deal because i i just started the youtube channel like a year and a half ago did you apply for it i did of course okay. i did yeah like i mean we're, we're there's some good traction there yeah uh so uh that was exciting then i went and i saw like there's a lot of views on a lot of our videos because we post every day numerous times a day nikki d does a fantastic job of running our social media and uh, we've got a guy, Buddy, Buddy the guy, Buddy the video guy, <laughs> buddy the all guy. the way on the East Coast that does a hell of a job for the show. And he does all of our video stuff for us. So we post that every single day. Uh, and Nelson does something in between there that it's mm-hmm. great. I don't know what it is, <laughs> but it's fantastic. Support work. It's great. Mm-hmm. Uh, at the end of this hour, you don't know Jeff, uh, five-time, five-time, five-time World Jeopardy heavyweight champion. Jeopardy Jeff will join us. We'll have a pair of tickets to Uriah Faber's A1 Combat 12 at the Hard Rock Live. The California kid himself with a uh, great lineup. He's got a UFC gym right by my house. Oh, neat. I always want to go in there, but I'm afraid I'm going to get beat up. I mean, eventually you will. I don't think it's day one. <laughs> I've had so many friends do MMA, and, you know, we're in UFC and did the with the reality show thing, and, you know, and, and, and they're like, hey, you should come out and just, you know, don't just, just, just learn, right? I'm like my, I don't twist like that. Like all you have to do is take my arm and twist it a little bit. My joints will hurt and mm-hmm. my shoulders busted. I was like, I don't think I could do that. It's not even it's what you got to worry about. Exercise. You're in shape though. You could do that. I'm in a different type of shape. These I always say MMA fighters and swimmers uh, are the best, most well in shape athletes that exist. There is not a better in shape athlete other than a swimmer and an MMA fighter. I never thought about a swimmer. Oh, they're in phenomenal shape. You see that V in their back. But MMA guys, their cardio, you step into one of those, you know, the octagon or whatever they're they're fighting in, and you do three two-minute rounds. It's exhausting. I, I, I mean, I, I did it for a bit one time, but 
it's exhausting. Like you have to be and punch and get punched mm-hmm. and then roll around and be picked up. And, and move and duck and move and duck and all that stuff. Those guys are phenomenal athletes. And like, they're evil. <laughs> I have my oil checked by a UFC fighter. Like not your car. No. Like what he hit you? Your, your yep. What did you do to him? No, he thought he was being funny. And when they're so much stronger than you and they know the techniques, they will manhandle you. (laughs) Houston the Assassin Alexander. He was even featured on a sports science episode, and he put his thumb in a place that violated me to this day. You're scarred. Yeah. I would be, too. Luckily, it was through the pants, at least. This is the bullying story of Nelson. (laughs) Yeah. How long ago was this? Oh, 10 years ago. Uh Oh, still can't get over it. Never. Yeah. So if we run into him again, we can bring it up? Yeah. Oh, yeah. He thinks it's hilarious. Ask him if he's ever washed his thumb. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I remember Nelson. I smell him every day. Uh, Could be why he's (laughs) such a good bare knuckle boxer now. Uh, So uh, I hope everybody's okay and survived the the 4th of July. Uh, This was our first 4th of July. July. Yes. And uh, we'll get to some of the festivities uh, here in just a little bit. I had a little soiree, learned some lessons, what to do, what not to do. <laughs> Big lessons. But the company there was uh, was great, and there were some <laughs> observations that I made. Oh, no. Yeah. You know he's going to make observations. Oh, he told me as he was making the observations. <laughs> well, God, he could do a whole show on some of what he observed. N- Nick, you know where I'm going to start. Oh, I definitely know where you're going to start. It's the... Because from what I was told from Rach, my wife, you both of you were looking at me because there was a look on my face when this was taking place. <laughs> there was. <Okay. laughs> so we'll get into that here in just a little bit. So uh, after, you know, in this business for, for a minute, right, in the day after 4th of July, I always like to see what's happened. You know, I'm hoping for the best, but knowing that the worst is out there. Somebody's blowing their finger off and this and this and that. I got to tell you, Fox 40 here locally, has done in the almost 30 years that I've been in radio, the best one sheet, one piece of information to break down the fires and injuries in SAC. Like, it is great. Like, they highlighted every single little thing that went down? Told me everything I need to know in, like, five paragraphs. That's good. Yeah. Uh, So it's not all the fires were started by fireworks. Most of them were. Uh, SAC Metro Fire said it was dispatched to 130 fires on Tuesday. Again, another reason why Dang. fireworks are for the 4th of July, <laughs> not the 3rd of July, uh, including a fire in Carmichael in a garage. Shouldn't light off fireworks in your garage. Yeah. Around 11 p.m., about that time you shouldn't be doing drinking in, in the fireworks at the you know. <laughs> Metro Fire said a cat was rescued from that home. Dang. I'm assuming it was okay. The uh, Sacramento Fire Department responded to a different garage fire. I don't know. What is it with you guys lighting fireworks off in your garage? Not a good place to do them. Got to be smarter than that, uh, which was started by fireworks on May Street. This happened early Wednesday morning. Okay. There's no need to light fireworks off during the day. Okay. Fireworks. And it was over with. The fourth was on Tuesday. Today's Wednesday. It's done. Yeah. Fireworks are a uh, a nighttime festivity. Yes. So you can see them. So you can see them. So if you light fireworks off during the day. Now, if you're a kid and you're blowing up G.I. Joe figures with M80s, different story. Mm -hmm. But when you're lighting off your little, you know, Roman candles or whatever it is during the day, it makes zero sense. Uh, I'm assuming when they say Wednesday morning, it was like one or two in the morning. Right. I'm giving them the benefit of the doubt. After midnight. Sacramento Fire, uh, City Fire crews also put out a fire on First Avenue that started around 2 a.m. There was an exterior fire this morning, uh, burning grass and debris. That's not fireworks related. Uh, They said 
Metro Fire, at least four people were injured by fireworks, including a 35-year-old male who lost a finger hmm. after lighting a safe, insane firework. Not so much. You can sue for that one. The fire department also said a 44-year-old male received a severe explosive injury on the hand while lighting an illegal firework. So they're going to put that back on you. How, is he going to be arrested, though? After they steal by his hand, is he going to jail? That's what I want to know. I don't think you get arrested for shooting off illegal fireworks. I think it's slapped on the wrist. Probably right? just a ticketable offense. Even if it's up to a misdemeanor, there might not be jail time involved. It's like one of those silly things. Mm-hmm. You know, it's frowned upon uh. Uh, by law. Metro right. Fire also said a 49-year-old male received burns to his hands, a dominum, uh, shrapnel wounds, so on and so forth. Six-year-old was uh, got minor burns from her leg from a firework. I'm assuming she wasn't lighting it off. I would hope she wasn't. Not I saw, bad. I saw a huge fire take place in Roseville. Yeah. Do you see on Gavin's? Yeah. Yeah, yeah I saw that. That thing was massive. I, like, somebody should go to jail for that. Well, yeah. I was looking for uh, the news story. I couldn't see anything. Yeah, I didn't see the I just saw it on, on his either. social media. That fire was so big. I was like, oh, my God. Because he lives right by my house. That's what I was wondering. Like, if you didn't see it or smell the smoke, you didn't go drive by there or nothing. I'm like, what in the world? I didn't see nothing. Dang. No, I, think. Oh, I didn't know how anything. close you all live to each other. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what you're talking about. Now. Right. Yeah. Okay. Move right. on. <laughs> Drop it. Those safe and sane's. <laughs> Not so much. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Uh, yeah, so hope everything went okay with you. If it didn't and you'd like to complain about that uh, or at least tell us what the injury was, feel free to do that. I uh, had a 4th of July party, like I said, uh, yesterday. Uh, got my grilling in, I'm barbecuing in, mm-hmm. and uh, there are some interesting observations that I made for throwing my first party here in SAC, because we are a party family. We like to throw parties and make a lot of food for a, a lot of people. A lot of food. <laughs> right. And I've learned how to invite people now and how not to invite people. Mm-hmm. 916-909-0985. Give us a minute. It's the BS on 98 Rock. It was my first party now living in Sacramento. My uh, wife and I are kind of known in our circle to throw parties. I mean, not like ragers until 3 o'clock in the morning. You guys throw sophisticated, nice parties. Mm -hmm. Soirees. Yeah. Gatherings. Mm. A group of friends having some food and a few drinks. And very fancy charcuterie boards. Yes, sharp coochie boards. Mm -hmm. That's my wife's go-to. She loves a good sharp coochie. She does, and she does them great. Yeah, she's uh, she's the queen of the sharp coochie. Very much so. And she 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 like spends a lot of time on it. Anyway, <laughs> so here's here's a couple lessons that I learned throwing this Fourth of July party. So when we do it, we we're we're pretty good party throwers. Like we make sure everything is ready to rock and roll. High school when people are coming over, we finished. You know, we're still moving into our house, right? So we had finished our dining room. Like I had can lights installed. I had get Bent Trent, my electrician, come out just to put can lights in for the party. Oh, okay. And didn't you get a new like chandelier in your dining new room? New chandelier, yeah. Really nice. I got, got the bar area rocking and rolling with the TV up, yep. which we'll get to a little bit later and why I ended up in the ER. Uh, and then there we put all the food out there because we're like, we need to train our party guests from the get-go on the flow in the house because for some reason people like to congregate in the kitchen mm-hmm. and it drives me insane <laughs> when you have all this space you know so we're like let's train them program people from the very beginning first party you get the food in here and then you can go into the living room or you can go out on the patio right That's, that makes sense that was the plan mm-hmm. that was my idea it's like all right so that's what we're doing 
we threw out a bunch of invites. And when you say a bunch, though. Okay. Yeah, go ahead. How many did you actually put out? There was a good amount, but it was the way that I did it. This is my fault. This is definitely going to be your fault. I'm listening. <laughs> so with our friends back in Atlanta, when we throw a party, I'd be mm-hmm. like, hey, you know what? Fourth of July, come on over. I don't know, around two or something. I'm doing a brisket on the uh, big green egg. And, uh, and you know, we'll, we'll probably be going, you know, until it gets dark and light off some fireworks. But, you know, try to get there around 2, 2.30, whatever. Right. That's, and people it, would just show up? Yeah, it was kind of an open invite. Okay. Here, from what I'm being told, you have to be extremely specific. You do have to be specific mm. and you need RSVP. Okay, yeah. So I, I was told after the fact from one of our guests, <laughs> they said it's just a different, just a different world. People mm-hmm. tick differently here. And you have to say, all right, I need you here by two. What you're getting is uh, brisket, hot dogs. Pretty much give them a shortened version of the menu. You'll also be receiving free drinks. I mean, like, you have to lay it out. Oh, see, now, I didn't know that part of it. I didn't hear that. Well, no, this was after. I got got a whole rundown. Oh, okay, okay, okay. So I'm assuming that there was going to be, and so did Rach, a good amount of people because of the way. I get. This is my fault. It's on me. We had enough food. To feed an army. Mm. A small one for sure. Yes. We had a lot of food. Yes. <laughs> when I walked in, I expected to see the place jumping just from looking at the table. Right. So when I walked out and slid the sliding door open, I was like. Crickets. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> where, where are the people? Who's, yeah. who's eating all this food? <laughs> <laughs> to go bags for all you guys. <laughs> to go backpacks. It was very, very right. sad. It was like, here, these are my friends. <laughs> you can count them on one hand. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I did a like a 15-pound brisket I did for uh, a little over 10 hours on the green egg, and uh, it was the best brisket I'd ever done. And then uh, you know, I did some weenies uh, for Nelson's kids because they're kids. You know, I get that. Apparently there was one specific weenie that was for Nikki D. It that was. I did not know about. Okay, so this is Weenie Gate. The, the, <laughs> for sure. We have not found the culprit. We tried, and uh. we've got two different people for whatever reason – Taking blame. Right. Two people are saying they ate it. Which oh. is very nice, but it, only one can be right. <laughs> right. Well, one of them is going to rescind their offer of blame then. <laughs> N- Nikki D asked me to specifically make her a crunchy weenie. I did. I specifically said I want it burnt, burnt, burnt. Yeah, and I did. You did. You even let me come test the burntness. It was what I wanted. And you announced it. I'm putting it right here on the edge. This is yours. Everyone heard it. And back to the guest lineup, everybody should have heard it. They heard it. Everyone was sitting right there. (laughs) It wasn't like I was fighting over conversations or voices. No. (laughs) Uh, And I put it sideways on the plate. You put it sideways on the plate. Now, it is your fault, Nikki. How is it my fault? Because I said as soon as I made it, hot dogs are done. Nikki, come and get it. And you were on your phone. And going, I'll get it later. I'll get it later. I'm like, get it now. Get it now. I'm putting it inside. I announced everything I did every time. And it sat there. Come on. Like, literally. It was it was a small group. We we were all friends there, right? In my mind, the four or five of us out there, everyone heard you say it, okay? Yeah. Everyone knew this was mine. I didn't have to jump up and grab it right, right away. I wasn't hungry. So my wife is taking credit for eating it. Nelson's taking credit for eating. Exactly. Nikki's mad at both of them. <laughs> Furious. I think I can take full credit. 
Okay, well, it's well, fine. Well, Rachel's saying she ate it. So I know, but basically... All I know is des- one of you ate it. Describe how it was laid on the plate. It was, it was the only one... If all the other hot dogs were parallel, this was horizontal. I ate the hot dog. Sheesh, Louise. I mean, are dog. you shocked? I'm not shocked. I was a little... Um, not a little. I'm a lot irritated with him because I know <laughs> I he, right know. he heard yeah. the special request. He heard me ask. Yeah. He heard you tell... So why would you take my hot dog? It had been Ra- in there so long, I thought maybe you had already perused the plate. Rach would get a mulligan because she forgets things within seconds. He was sitting right next to me. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, he he does not get a mulligan. I do not remember a specific call out of where a hot dog was going to be at. By the time I got to the hot dogs, I, I felt like I, there had been a lot of time that had gone by. I said, everyone who wants a hot dog has had a hot dog. I am now going to have a hot dog. I was like, oh, please don't be my neighbor. Two shots, Scott. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, I was like, and he's like the best neighbor because when he drinks, he's hilarious. Oh my god, he was great, and uh, he was the life of the party. Yes, and, and I'm like, uh, you know, I, everybody's got to have one of these. Mm-hmm. And now I've got one of my own, and this is great. <laughs> Just have him. Oh, we shot off fireworks later that night. He's still drinking. Uh, so here's um, your think, observation. Yeah, my well, the big observation. Okay. We're running out of time, probably. No, I got all the time I need. <laughs> <laughs> Nelson's children, animals, were at the park. Now they're kids. I get it. You know, they're. I mean, they're not the best behaved kids, granted, but they're kids. No, they're not. All right. It's like easy chuckles. There was a moment at this party. I walked outside, <laughs> and everybody's kind of around the table. And Nelson and his children just got out of the pool. Now, keep in mind, he's got two kids, one nine, one six. The older one's a girl. The younger one's a little boy. And Nelson's a big guy. You know, he weighs 400 plus pounds. And so he's got a, a belly. Yeah. His son was at this party. <laughs> Underneath his belly. <laughs> pushing it up with his hands. Like it was a canopy. Like it was kneading dough in reverse. It was the oddest thing I've ever seen. And While I'm, saying, I need to look under it. Yeah. Don't forget that. And Nelson's okay with it going, this belly's great for going to the movies because you can s- take stuff in it. So, you want snacks hidden in, in the movies? We, Nobody you, will ever find them. I'm going, and this went on for like 20 minutes. I'm going, <laughs> What kind of parenting is this? Like you let your child in front of other people lift your gut mm-hmm. and play with it. Was it, was the, it was the most disgusting out of the norm thing I think I've ever seen at a party. And I've been to some I've been to some you know, I've been to some good parties, but I've never seen this. <laughs> and I just could not stop staring. And having your face twisted up. I don't even know how you twisted your face the way it was twisted. It was hilarious. It just took it over. It was hilarious. The emotion took over my face muscles. Nelson's body was the talk of the whole party, though. I, I, was, I, I was like, okay, your kids are, you know, they, they're, they're not the best behaved kids. Let's, mm-hmm. let's, let's I mean, let's no, be honest. That's they're, fine. They're, For the second time. Yeah. I mean, they're really horrible. We horrible, get it. Horrible. God. But. He was behaving but, then. But that is like nothing compared to this. Like I, I, I just couldn't believe if I was going back to when I was six, and if I went under my mother's breasts at a party and started lifting them up, she would have beat the living schnizzles out of me. Would have gone berserk, you know. 
<laughs> one of my many stepfathers, none of them were overweight, but if I went up to them at six years old mm-hmm. and start pushing up on something on their body, mm-hmm. I would have been beaten. Absolutely. But Nelson doesn't beat his kids. Mm-mm. Okay, well, that's fine. Shoot Tabasco sauce in their face or something. <laughs> but, like, for the love of God, you can't have your son lift up. I mean, I can't even believe I'm saying this out loud. You can't. Dude, you can't have your son lift your belly up at my parties anymore. I hate to tell you this. You but your ba- th- that act is banned from my house. You can take the guy out the trailer. You can't take the trailer out the guy. No, 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 you know no. I mean? You're like my new Brandon from back in the like, th- th- like. <laughs> hey, at least I didn't steal your beer and pee in your yard, dude. All I did was, a li- yeah, there was a little uh, uh, got- uh, belly dough got needed. Did I- you let him do that just so he'd be quiet? What am I going to do? At this point, yeah, like he was content. Yeah, I let him just get away with it because he was happy. He wasn't screaming. So if he comes over and tickles your balls, is it the same thing? No. <laughs> Belly and balls are two separate things. <laughs> like, ah, oh, it's just keeping him quiet, Nikki D. <laughs> it's all right. You know, I, I'm not going to lie to you. It doesn't hurt. No, it doesn't. <laughs> I would have left your house immediately if that happened. I couldn't well, even be yeah. a witness to that. I don't want social no. services calling me to police no. or anything. Well, I didn't know what was going to happen next. I would have left. <laughs> I would have stopped. <laughs> like, I, you know, I'm worried about because we don't have the pool fence up. And I told him, I said, I was going to have him sign like, a, you know, some type of paperwork says your kids drown. It's on you. <laughs> so, you know, we don't have the thing up because we don't have kids and it just gives more space for yeah. the dogs and anything. And I'm like worried about the kids in the pool the whole time so i'm looking over just making sure and you know the youngest one's got a little safety vest on i'm like everybody's fine i shouldn't have been worried about i was worried the kids gonna smother to death (laughs) on his gut (laughs) like he's hiding his face i i'm not lying to you guys listen this this actually happened his entire head fit under nelson's stomach yeah anyway and that's the crazy thing is out of everything at the party that's what i remember the most i remember that and your neighbor saying he really liked nelson's boobs Oh, two shots. Scott part, loved yeah. his breasts. Yeah, he yeah, loved his it. body. Was a talk of the He's party. He's fixated on Nelson. Well, it's a nice full C. They're perky, despite gravity should hold them down more than they are. Yeah. Thanks for getting in my pool. Now I got to fill it back up. <laughs> <laughs> I tried to get in gentle. I just couldn't splash too much out. <laughs> None of us got sun because Nelson was on the roof. <laughs> Well, you should have a different exposure, you know what I mean? It's not my fault your house faces that way. Canopy, yes, he can. Yeah. <laughs> the other observation quickly that I made at the party is the host fell asleep on us, so mm-hmm. well, it could have something to do with it. Sawing logs. I get, a, mm-hmm. I get a mulligan for that because of where I was at that morning. Okay. I was on four and a half hours sleep. We'll go with that. You know, so we'll go with that. when you're at the ER, I, you get a, you, you know. Get a pass. And you know you me. Pass. If I'm tired, I'm tired. You tired, you're going to go to sleep. Well, I don't give a damn that. who's around or what's going on. <laughs> I'm going to take a quick snooze. Now give me 12 minutes. Uh, I'll get to the ER story a little bit later. First round of headlines. What do you got? I'm going to tell you what was found recently in the White House and how a wrong turn affected a huge race. All right, get you those two big stories from today here in just a minute. It's the BS on 98 Rock. BS. Stand by for news. All right, here we go. First round of headlines, Nikki D. Someone was using drugs in the White House, and the hunt is on. H1. There are a lot of questions tonight after the Secret Service found what's believed to be a bag of cocaine at the White House. 
According to ABC News, cocaine was found in the White House. Um, they're stating it was just a traffic routine sweep that they th- that they do through the White House, and they found a little baggie with a white substance in it. Initially, they closed certain areas down and evacuated because they weren't sure what it was. It could have been something maybe dangerous or poisonous, but after it was tested, they found out that it was drugs. Now, the president was not there at the time. Him and his family were in Camp David, but um, as he's returned back to the White House, he has a full investigation going on and he's letting the secret services handle it all to find out who brought it in i know there's a lot of people that don't like our current president but i think we all can agree that guy's not on cocaine no 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 not at all i've never (laughs) thought for one second that he was yeah but did you see the other announcement that they had to make so that everyone could stop before they made jokes or before whatever side could attack the other who wasn't at the white house who was also at camp david who his son Oh, oh! Now he does cocaine, right? Yeah, <laughs> yes. So immediately, <laughs> cocaine after, and hookers. That guy's yeah, rocking and rolling. <laughs> immediately after that came out, they said, and by the way, Hunter was not in the White House. <laughs> so here's what makes me laugh about this story. <clears throat> I'm just a average, everyday nobody. If something goes on in my house or around my house, I've got so many cameras, I can tell you what happened. Are you trying to tell me? That there's a portion of the house that houses the most powerful man in the world that is not under video surveillance? I believe there's probably certain areas, more than one area in there where they don't have cameras because that's the stuff they don't want people to be able to see. So I'm watching, I'm in the gym this morning, and of course, you know, Fox is all about it, right? They're on mm-hmm. it. CNN's talking about anything but, right? Because <laughs> <laughs> that's just how our, our news uh, is split like that. And I'm going... How is it that me, dumb dumb in the gym, is bringing up the point that it's not about the cocaine, it's about how we don't have surveillance to to see who it is. Mm -hmm. Like, that's a bigger question. That's a bigger problem. From the news, I'm all over that. They're not even- Like, especially Fox, I'm going, oh, you know what, these- Damn libs probably took all the cameras out and gave it some stupid charity. You know, something <laughs> like that, you know. But, I mean, there's there's a bigger angle to it than just cocaine in the White House. I mean, it's not like drugs haven't been done in the White House before. Kid Rock openly talks about getting high in the White House or on the roof or whatever the case may right. be, which is, I thought, kind of cool. Uh, but also with this, this is a high-traffic area. I think you said that, Nikki. Yeah, Dave. it is. And, like, a lot of tourists go in and out of that. So, mm-hmm. I mean, it could be... a a setup, a plan. It could be somebody that works for the administration, which I highly doubt. I mean, you, you've got to be a real dumb dumb, which I'm not saying is not in there. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm sure they got dumb dumbs working. You know, they got dumb dumbs working everywhere. But to leave your bag of coke behind in the White House is kind of silly. Like, and it's a lot of conflicting reports too about exactly where it was. So that's another thing. Yeah, think about it this way: your job where you work. I guarantee somebody does drugs. Mm -hmm. Oh, absolutely. I mean, even if it's legalized weed, right? Sure. How many times have you found drugs left behind at your work? I've found drugs at my last job left behind the counter by one of my coworkers. He had it in like this little canister that looks like cookies, but when you open it, all of his drugs are in there. So you just blew that whole bit out of like the water. (laughs) Oh. The the, the answer was supposed to be no. No. Never. But- that's I just forget it, I even asked that question. <laughs> you're so precious. You know what I mean? That's what I take away from that is that you're so innocent. What do you mean? I just mean that like I feel like drugs are not other than maybe some weed that you haven't been around anybody that's uh, like generally a heavy drug user. Man, you've been around rock stars and stuff, but you're not kicking it with them every day of your life. 
No, it, I've had a lot of people in my life that have been heavy heavy drug users, and I distance myself from them. Because mm-hmm. all it's all. <laughs> Nothing good is going to come from that. No, there's never been one time where you got rich. You know, you say to him, you go, look, you need some help? No, shocker. Okay, well, <laughs> good luck with everything you're doing. I just, I want no part of it. You don't like it that much. <laughs> there's, been very, there's been very famous musicians that are now, thank God, okay, but I was friends with when they first started, sure. and they had some problems. And I said, hey, dude, you, you need some help, you know? Uh, I mean, whole album's about it. And uh, I'm fine. I got it. I'm like, all right, well, I can't be around that. Right. You know, I don't care who you are or what you do. I just don't want anything to do with it. Anyway, it makes sense. It's the White House. Cocaine's white. It's, I mean, (laughs) (laughs) the way everything is going, maybe it'll make things better. Who knows? (laughs) Maybe we'll get things done faster anyway. Did Pfizer take a bump, no pun intended, on Wall Street today or something? All right, second story. One wrong turn in life and apparently a race can cost you everything. H2. Oh no! She, she took go off that course? right turn. It looks like she went off course. Uh, according to Eleven Alive, um, they have this thing in Atlanta every year called the Peachtree Road Race, and it's this uh, race that everybody wants to enter into. And yeah, I- it's 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 like it's so big that the the biggest r- runners in the mm-hmm. world, Nigerians, always win it. You know, it's it's like. I just don't want you to think because we came from Atlanta, we're talking about Atlanta news. Yeah, no, no, it's no. it's like it's a big deal. <laughs> it is. Yeah, people from everywhere come to run the way race, and then of course locals enter into it as well. Most of the time, to just walk it and say they uh, completed the race. Well, this year, one of the uh, runners, she was from Ethiopia, and she's normally a front runner. She wins a lot of the races that she's in. She's coming down the home stretch. They can see the finish line, and there was a motorcycle cop next to her who veered off to the right and for some reason she got confused and yeah. she followed him which made her then fall behind in third place and finish the race that was a seven thousand dollar mistake for her oh. it was so hard to watch oh it was hilarious oh it was so hard to watch i was like like Dang. you always know you stay on the path but you could see that it said finish so i'm just like why did you think you had to go right and it said finish line right there but she got back on track pretty quickly and then you just see her hauling ass trying to hurry up but it was too late trying to hurry is that how much she missed out on 7k yeah because first place gets ten thousand dollars and she went down to third place which only gave her three which is crazy like dudes get paid more eating hot dogs than (laughs) running what what is it a not 5k it's a 10k yeah you know which is what like what is that 30 miles or something like that no how bit how long is that no 5k is three miles so, yeah, so six, six months. Miles. Yeah, six and a half miles. Like six or yeah, and they did this <laughs> in 30 seconds. Mass off a little bit today. What's that? They did this race in 30 seconds. They what? Did 30 what? seconds? I mean, 30 minutes. Oh, sorry. God. 30 minutes and 43 seconds. I was like, uh, sorry. Those two dots confuse you, don't yes, they? Yes. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> 30 minutes and 43 those, seconds. Because it's so fast. Those, side, those sideways time. eyeballs are just weird <laughs> when you put time and numbers and stuff next to it. Thanks minutes. for thanks for making everyone forget my math. <laughs> <laughs> Your punctuation trumps my math. <laughs> All right. Uh, you don't know Jeff time. We need some players. You can take Team Jeopardy. Jeff, he is a five-time, 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 five-time world heavyweight Jeopardy champion. For real. Made some good money on that show. Very smart guy. And he's been whipping our ass the last couple weeks. Yeah, we got to get our head in the game today. Uh, or you can take Team Bailey D. Two dumb dumbs that are smart occasionally. We we've been smart for a couple weeks. Yeah. We just fell off. I heard it. God. 
What'd you guys hear? What did we hear? Dinosaurs <laughs> setting off fireworks. No. <laughs> <laughs> Got a pair of tickets to your eye Faber's A1 Combat 12 at the Hard Rock Live. So you can get some MMA in. That's good. These, are, these events are always so cool to go to and watch these men and women do what they do. Such badasses. You'll have a blast, especially if you've never been to one of these types of events. So, all right, need some players. Oh, everybody's there. Cool. 916, we're getting somewhere, guys, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Putting in the time, good. 916-909-0985, uh, and we'll do You Don't Know Jeff here next. The BS on 98 Rock. Someone's going to get these questions right, and it's not going to be Bailey or Nikki D. You don't seem like a super genius. That's why the game's called You Don't Know Jeff. You Don't Know Jeff. Billy Joel, that's the shirt Jeopardy Jeff is wearing right now. It's a problem because whenever he's wearing a concert shirt, he's... He's smoking us. Smarter than he normally is, which is really smart because he is a five-time, 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 five-time World Jeopardy champion. Jeopardy Jeff, how are you, buddy? I'm doing quite well. Had a nice fourth, kind of relaxing here on vacation. Hope you all are doing well. Uh, We are great. We're going to try to beat you today. We've got a pair of tickets to Uriah Faber's A1 Combat 12 at the Hard Rock Live up for grabs. This is Saturday, July 22nd. Coin versus uh, Juarez is the main event, uh, along with uh, other fights that we can talk about later. Eventbrite.com or A1Combat.com if you'd like to purchase tickets and go. And Joe and Sack, you're getting Jeopardy Jeff, Team Jeopardy Jeff from what I see, okay? Yes, sir. All right. You, all your parts good for 4th of July? You had a safe one, obviously. You're good? Oh, yeah. It was fun. Okay, good. So make sure you got all fingers. <laughs> Don't go anywhere. Then we got Billy and Rockland. How are you? I'm doing great. I got the winning team. Oh, yes, you do, Let's sir. Go. Team Bailey D. All right. Absolutely. All your fingers are in order, too, right? All my fingers are in order. I had a delicious tri-tip I made yesterday. So oh. good. What'd you, what'd you cook it on? Uh, I, uh, I sous vide it actually for ten oh. hours and then flash seared it on the grill. Yeah, so uh, a buddy of mine sous vide a brisket, which I never even thought oh, you could do because right. you have to have a big ass. You know what sous vide is? I have no idea. I was just amazing to style of cooking. Um, you, it's it's this. It's essentially it's a constant temperature by do, done by soaking it in, or sealing it in a bag and cooking it in water. In water, and then you have this thing that you put in the water that keeps it like like meat would be one thirty, and it just constantly. I mean, it comes out and it's just so tender. There's no change in temperature at any point in the meat, and literally you do nothing, like nothing. You seal the meat and you put it in the water. Wow, that's it, and you walk away. Is it inside your house? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, inside your house. All right, Billy, hang on, my friend. Hang on, hang on, hang on. All right. Uh, buzz in sound, Jeopardy Jeff. Yeah. All right, Nicky D. Faith. And mine is woo. We're a team, so we whenever are. we buzz, we'll talk it out. We'll win. Uh, this would be three in a row if Jeopardy Jeff wins, right? No, he's already won four. three in a row. This is going to be four. Four. How quick he is to correct me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> he's keeping up. The, I'm only a little competitive. All right, uh, Nelson, are you ready? I am ready. Are you ready? I'm ready. I'm. Got, I got to get. In the category of actors, who starred in the film Pulp Fiction? Well, as- that would be Bailey Dean. We're going to get it wrong. He wants us to say John Travolta, so let's not say John Travolta. Let's say Bruce Willis. Let's say Bruce Willis. And let's say that would be incorrect. Oh, my, oh my gosh. 
Jeopardy, Jeff, who starred in the film Pulp Fiction as Vincent Vega? <laughs> That's John Travolta. And that. God, can we start this whole bit over again? <laughs> Please. <laughs> Correct. You know what I was doing, right? Yes. Yeah. It was too easy. But we just got to go with. We okay. Go All right. Let's thing. slow it down. We go let's slow, slow, slow it. <laughs> the first black woman to win an Oscar was awarded to Jeopardy, Jeff. The person that it awarded that, that was Gone with the Wind. Hattie, um, God darn it, I can't remember her last name. She played. Uh, had he, had he known the answer, you'd get a point. I know. Thanks. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> apparently, I haven't gotten it yet. As I say, yeah, yeah, I mean five, four, three. I'm just, three, I'm just he was Jesus. Come on, let's get her act. Well, together. and listen, I was, uh, I actually misspoke, so that's my fault. As he was answering it, so oh. it's actually the first black woman to win Best Actress. Oh, Viola Davis. Is that your answer? Yeah. Do you want to confer? Do you want to? Confer? I didn't hear all the questions. Was that? It's all okay. Questions? This one's a bust. Okay. He's messed it up. Let's the host screwed ahead. it up. So. I did her screw it up. No, the answer is Monsters Ball. Oh Jesus! Freaking like, Holly Berry. The yeah, first but... black woman to win Best Actress. I left out Best Actress. That was my fault. Was awarded to Halle Berry for her role in what movie? Oh well, move on, dude. What? Get your act together over there. I'm ready to play. Excuse I told you, let us hear the whole thing. We would have got. He didn't say the whole thing. That was the problem. Wasn't he us. started a guess? Oh, do I need to whip myself again for improprieties? No, please. In the category of soup, a Spanish soup that is a mixture of pureed tomatoes and other ingredients. Yeah. Jeopardy Jeff. Gazpacho. And that would be yes. correct. That's right. You get a point for that. Served cold. Gazpacho. You should have known that. I knew that, but I couldn't I think of it. I don't know that. I don't know that. <laughs> Often mispronounced, this soup of Vietnamese origin generally consists of... Yeah. Jeopardy Jeff. Whoa. Whoa. And that would be oh. correct. That's another good one, Jeff. <laughs> Nicely done. Bro. I think that's another point. Meat, including tripe and star and meat. Three nothing already? Jesus. In the category of Australian animals, koalas are often associated with this sexually transmitted yeah. disease. Jeopardy Jeff. Oh. <laughs> yep. Five. And that would be incorrect. Whoa. Go ahead. Read the question. Uh, koalas are often associated with this sexually transmitted disease. Herpes. Gonorrhea. No, Herpes. Gonorrhea is not a sexually transmitted disease, you dumb dumb. I don't believe that's accurate. Gonorrhea is gonorrea definitely is a sexually transmitted disease. Oh, I thought you said diarrhea. Disease. <laughs> I thought you said diarrhea. What you trying to go with? I'd say, I literally I, said gonorrhea. I'd say herpes. That would be my guess. Okay. I need an answer. Herpes. Herpes. Fine. And that would be incorrect. It's chlamydia. Chlamydia. Who knows that? Lots of people. I don't know about my uh, sexually transmitted diseases, I guess. <laughs> no, if Jeopardy Jeff doesn't know it, if we get a point because we buzzed in early, but if he doesn't know it, it's a bad question. He knows everything. <laughs> He's the internet. I was going to go with eucalyptus until I heard the term sexually, and then I knew that wasn't right. Are you sure you didn't say diarrhea? <laughs> no, I didn't say diarrhea. <laughs> I take back my dumb. That was that was rude. I'm sorry. Thank you. I just I, I couldn't hear that. you. I went to the ER. This flightless bird may be the largest. Whoa. Ostrich. Yeah, ostrich. That would be incorrect. This flightless bird may be the largest native to Australia, but it's second in size to the ostrich. <laughs> Jeopardy, Jeff. I'll say emu. And that would be emu, correct. Emu. Emu's a bird? 
Yeah. Yes. Emu, it really? looks like an ostrich. Those commercials? Oh, emu, yeah. Emu. Okay. All right. We got it. Nikki, come on. Let's get our act. I don't know. We got to get these questions Taking heard. two days off made us dumb. In the category of the human body. Grown. The liver belongs to which body system? What body system? Five, four. We got body system. Faith. One. Yeah. Go ahead. And the respiratory system. That would, so that would by your lung area, right here. Sure. That would be a system, but that would not be the system we're looking for. <laughs> I didn't think that. Jeopardy, was right. Jeff. Well, any other systems? It's better than what I had. <laughs> The only one I was thinking, and I know it's, I don't think it's right, but the only thing I could come up with was renal. Oh, and that would be incorrect. No, the digestive system. <laughs> oh, my God. Part of the digestive system. I got to tell you, I've never felt like more of an idiot than I do right now. <laughs> wow. This is exactly why I went to law school and not medical school. <laughs> oh, my God. And there's not one category about law today, Oh, so. my God. I feel so stupid. Oh, 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 oh. This should help. Oh. The cornea is the service of which body Whoa, part? Babe. Team Bailey Dean. Your eye. God, eye. And that's your final answer? Yes. Yeah. Yes, and that would be correct. All right. <laughs> Out of the coffin. <laughs> In the category of musicians, the daughter of an accountant and a warehouse supervisor, Robin Fenty, is better known by her stage name. Babe. Team Bailey Dean. Rihanna. You want to confer? Do you, you, yeah, do I say I confer, Rihanna. Doc? Do you refer, confer? Yeah, that's fine. Okay, Rihanna. If that's, do you confer? If that's right, I'm blown away. Wow. Robin mm. Rihanna, her middle name, Fenty. Mm. 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 Right up our alley, uh, Jeopardy Jeff. <laughs> yes, I know it. I know it. I let you yeah. have that one. Yes, I didn't know it. I mean, I didn't remember. <laughs> Me neither. What Hollywood actress is Nick Jonas married to? Jonas Brothers. Four. Isn't it like her name's like Chapa Chapa Chingo? One. <laughs> I don't know. It's Anyone? A, no. You're, I hate to say that you are in the right ballpark. I know you know it. It's on, on some level. It is Priyanka Chopra. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know it's Chapa Chingo or something. There's no Ching. Papa Changa. There's, no. Okay. There's no. Yeah, beautiful girl. Beautiful Chopra. girl. Oh, yeah. yeah. Definitely. In the category of alcohol, what is the main fruit used to make gin? Woo! Team Bailey Dean. Lime. Five. I don't four, think that's right. No, uh, to make three, gin. Two. Lime. One. Lime. There's no lime in that coconut. No. Jeopardy Jeff, what's the primary fruit used to make gin? I believe that's juniper. Juniper is correct. Oh, you know that. Is that a planet? Jupiter. <laughs> what did you say? I said, "What is the what is the fruit?" Yeah, used what did it was the answer? Juniper, juniper berries. I've never heard of that before. Me either. Yeah, well, you're not a big fine. gin guy. Can anyway, you though, dumb man. this game down, please? <laughs> this is ridiculous. Oh my god, I cannot believe this. How about in the category of reality TV? Okay. <laughs> okay. Let's. <sighs> Which reality TV show features the line "You're fired"? Dave. Team Bailey Dean. The Apprentice. Yes. And that would be correct. There we go. Yeah, but even when we get those points, <laughs> I still feel stupid. No, we no, didn't know no, a digestive no. system, but we knew The Apprentice. <laughs> the idiots. 
This reality. Thanks, UCF. <laughs> this reality TV show was created by Jason Goldberg and his buddy Ashton Kutcher. Ooh. Fave. Team Bailey Dean. Punked. Yep, punked. That would be correct. Again, I don't take pride in getting two points over. <laughs> I do because we, we're almost caught up to Jeff. <laughs> All right, Jeff's five. We got four. We got. Hold on, Billy. Don't lose hope. We're coming. We're coming back. No, this is a hot streak. You guys got this. <laughs> Thank you. Hang on. In the category of the military, oh. Ooh. Fort Benning is a United States Army post located Dave. in. It's in Augusta, Georgia. Is it? Okay. Is that your final answer? Sure. Don't ask me. Ask her. Yeah. Just, yeah. Whatever that she would says. be correct, Bailey. Did. There we go. Bye ball. <laughs> did you know that, Jeff? I did. Yeah. I just oh. didn't buzz in. Good question, time. then. Half a second too late. <laughs> in 1952, the United States Air Force created Project Blue Book to Boom. study uh, Jeff, you, uh, extraterrestrials. Yes. 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 Extraterrestrials. And that is not the study. What were they studying? Close. Five. Are you asking? Are you I asking am. Me? Yes. <laughs> what did Project Blue Book was created to study in what? In 1952. Um, By the Air uh, Force. UFOs. And that would be correct. What do you say? UFOs. Unidentified flying objects. You say extraterrestrials. It was specifically created for UFOs. I had a buddy that was in that project. <laughs> so I know. As a, as, a, as a member, they were being studied? Yeah, I, I knew UFO, but I swore to secrecy I couldn't say it. So I got it wrong on purpose, hopefully. That white van will stop following me around. <laughs> we have five. Jeopardy Jeff has six. All right, got plenty of time. In the category of food, Nutella was first launched in Italy in what year? This is not how I meant to ask that question. Whoa! Bailey. 1989. I guess. Yeah. That was, nailed it. Jeopardy, Jeff. 1975. And that would be incorrect as well. I'm so sorry. I meant to ask that question differently. Did you put any prep into this week's Yes, bit? I put all the prep into this bit. I'm You've screwed up two questions now. Now I'm off my I'm off my 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 kilter. I'm the one that's on vacation. What are you doing, Nelson? Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Having his kid under his belly roll. Yeah, he did Jeopardy Jeff missed that. He doesn't need to go back. What's the year? 1965. God, I knew it. Oh. I honestly shouldn't know. <laughs> Often made from surimi or skate, this bivalve mollusk is said to be the most counterfeit piece of seafood. Ooh. Bailey Dean. That would be a scallop. Scallop, yes. Yes. And that would be correct. Oh, damn. The most counterfeit piece of seafood. See, that makes me feel smart. It up. Yeah, that mm. makes me feel mm. good. Mm. All right, six all, two minutes. Nah, 120 seconds. In the category of pregnancy, what is the name of the lower part of the uterus? What? Jeopardy Jeff. The placenta. Mm, that would be incorrect. Mm -hmm. Dude, the lower part it. of the uterus. You're the only Five. person in this question that's had a baby. I don't, I don't know. And that has a vagina. Two. <laughs> that has a uterus. A one. Talk uh, to the man. Uh, Faith. Right, go ahead, Nikki Dean. Fallopian tube. What? Fallopian what the hell's a fallopian tube? <laughs> it's not even. You don't even know your body parts. Jesus, Mary. Who, what was you? that? It's the service. And he, if he would have had that, it would have been correct. Yes, well, he's yeah, that's right. I was disagreeing Faith. with her cervix. <laughs> fallopian tubes. <laughs> no, I forgot. <laughs> Wow. Your trip to the doctor. I got to go now. What? <laughs> <laughs> Nausea in pregnancy is commonly referred Faith. to as? Faith. 
Paley D. Morning sickness. There you go. And that would be correct. Boom. Lee, I got a 60 seconds. Somehow. They're going to kill me. That would be correct. 60 seconds. In the category of the Kardashians, this eldest Kardashian sister is the only one with a bachelor's degree. And I believe that's Jeopardy Jeff. Kim. And Kim is the incorrect answer. Oh. He said the eldest, it is, um, it's not Chloe, um, Courtney. Courtney. Is that your final answer? Yeah. And that would be correct. Boom. Yeah. We know our Kardashians. This Kardashian is a billionaire. Faith. Bailey D. Um, that would be um, the dead dad. Kylie. Four. Kylie. That would be incorrect. Jeopardy Jeff. This Kardashian is a billionaire. I gotta go with Kim again. And that would be correct. Kylie, Kylie is, is a. Too. Kylie is a Jenner. She is not a Kardashian. Ooh. Oh wow, that's crazy. That's okay. not crazy. That's factual. All right. All right. What's the score? We have a JPGF right, seven. Go. In the category of celebrity spouses, David Furnish is married to this recently retired uh, Jeopardy Jeff. Is Five, uh, Liza Minnelli four, and that would be incorrect. <sighs> David Furnish married to this recently retired pianist. Five. Oh, whoo! Bailey, that's D. Elton John. Is that your yeah. collective answer? And that would be correct. Yeah. Ooh, good save. I gotta say, buddy. And it's not just because we got that last point, but we're up by two. Yeah. That's fine. We we won, but I don't feel good about it. <laughs> I really don't. I mean, I feel good for Billy because he's got the tickets. But, like, the ones we got right were, like, you know, like the red helmet version. So, not a fan. Name, I'm happy about it. Like, name the color of McDonald's logo. Type it's yellow. Yeah. 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 I'm happy. I'm so, happy. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna throw this at you, Jeff. I'm gonna say I'm sorry. Thank you for your time. Really hate that it went down like this. You're good people. I love you. You know that. And I feel bad. I'm dumb. It's, it's all, right. all right. I. I. I'm. I'll get by somehow. <laughs> all right. Uh, we'll let you go. Take care, buddy. All right. See you next time. See you. Bye, Jeff. Follow Jeopardy Jeff on the social media, the Facebook, the uh, Twitter, and all that good stuff. All right, Billy, you got tickets to your iFavors A1 Combat 12 at the Hard Rock Live. Uh, the main Love. event, Coin, Juarez, Saturday, July 22nd. They got a bunch of other uh, fights and all kinds of good stuff. Have you ever been to, ever been to an MMA fight before? I've actually never. It's going to be first time. I'm excited. Such a blast. Absolute blast. When you watch these guys and girls do what they do, you're just blown away. You're like... Last time I feel like a tough guy. <laughs> uh, thanks for listening, dude. Hang on, all right? Don't go anywhere. Yep. All right. So the in the last 24 hours after the uh, 16th Nathan's hot dog eating contest mm-hmm. took place, the uh, internet is upset with ESPN. And even ESPN is upset with ESPN. Oh. And I knew this was going to happen before the internet got mad when I heard it in real time. Oh, you were watching yeah, because I said the exact same thing oh, no. before everyone started to get upset because I was like, there's no, why? Wait till tomorrow. <laughs> oh, snap. Tell you what that is here in just a minute. It's the BS on 98 Rock. Would you say that the Nathan's hot dog eating contest is 4th of July tradition by now? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Because hot dog is America. Eating them is America. And you always eat a hot dog when you're grilling. Well, okay. 
Well, you should. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, that's the only. Well, anyway. if I'm anywhere near a grill, I'm trying to get a hot dog. So right. Joey Joey Chestnut is the goat of I per, look. I get it, but I don't get it. Like it, it, I think it's a disgusting thing to watch, especially when the women do it. It's just weird. I don't know. Everything about it's just weird that it's become as popular as it has been. But I've talked to these guys. I've talked to Joey Chestnut and all that. You know, if if that's how you make a living and you found something that you're good at, then, you know, Godspeed and do you. That's how mukbangs became so popular now. Uh, Mm -hmm. People like to watch people eat. What did you say? Mukbangs. Mm -hmm. I'm sorry. Mukbangs. I'm not understanding. I don't know what that word is. Mukbang. That's what you call it. So it's videos that's on YouTube. I, I know a lady who makes millions of dollars letting people watch her eat seafood. Yep. Really? Yeah. Do you remember when years ago I used to do those Bailey Bites? Mm-hmm. And I'd eat my food slow. Mm-hmm. And people loved that stuff. Yeah, you people, could be rich by now. Yeah, you could be rich. If you would have done it, yeah, if you, you would have put up. it on YouTube and kept going, people love to watch you eat, and they love that ASMR stuff. Mm-hmm. It's not too late to restart it, man, honestly. Yeah, I, I used to, it was a goof. And every morning I would, you know, before I went on the air, I'd, you know, just it was something silly to put out on social media. Mm-hmm. And, you know, there was people that, you know, of course, they're going to have the trolls and the haters. And mm-hmm. It's like, what are you doing? Why is it? <laughs> okay. But then, like, I got this, it, it turned into a thing. Yep. And people started liking it, and I just stopped doing it because I got bored. You were Millions. ahead of the game. Right. Millions. So, Joey Chestnut wins again. 62 hot dogs, which is not his record. Whatever. That's not the point of me bringing this up. The point of me bringing this up is I'm watching this uh, yesterday on the 4th, and um, the, the comment, I guess I've never watched the thing from start to finish. And I'm watching the thing from start to finish, and the commentators are interesting, like how passionate they – and, again, I got nothing but mad love for people that are passionate about anything, whatever it is. These guys are so passionate. They know everything there is about eating this food stuff. Like, very cool. And then the announcer, like the Bruce Buffer, I thought he was really interesting. He was good. So they make a comment about comparing Joey Chestnut to Bill Russell. <laughs> and they did this on ESPN. Yeah, and I guess, uh, and I missed this, but there were some other comparisons that they were making because, you know, Joey Chestnut, he is the GOAT. I mean, he's, it's his 16th, uh, what, his 16th title or something. I mean, like, the guy wins everything, not just hot dogs, but whatever he, whatever competition he eats, it's like him and Kobayashi. But the thing about it is, like, it's preventative of you getting into other eating competitions if you're signed up for the Nathan competition. Because I've talked to other competitive eaters, and the reason why this guy is always winning is because some of the best in the sport, if you can call it that, don't compete at Nathan's because it precludes them from doing what they're okay. doing on their own. Not the point. The point is is that people at ESPN were, were pit, like, some people are like going, this is not a sport. These are not athletes. <laughs> you're comparing Joey Chestnut, a guy that eats a bunch of hot dogs, an athlete to Tom Brady, Michael Jordan, Bill Russell, these types of people. And so I was like, well, yeah, I want to jump on that bandwagon with you. Just like they say poker players, even though it's on ESPN, the World Series of Poker, not an athlete. So I was like, huh, uh, I get it. I understand. I'm with you. Uh, hold on for a second. Let me let me just Google definition of athlete. Okay. Let's just make sure that nobody's got ammunition to come back and say you're wrong so I, I, I Googled it. It's a person who is proficient in sports and other forms of physical exercise. Okay. A person who is proficient in sports and other forms of physical exercise. It's like, okay, let me Eating Google. Eating isn't a sport. <laughs> uh, okay. So I Googled sport. Okay. Definition of sport. 
an activity involving physical exertion and skill in which an individual or team competes against each other or others for entertainment. Mm, by definition, now, it's by a definition, sport. that is a sport. That's a sport. It, it, now, Dang. it doesn't say you have to be paid. That would be a professional sport, mm-hmm. right? Yep. That's when you put professional, put professional in front of anything. That's when money's involved. Mm-hmm. So now we've got two boxes checked for competitive food eating for all these things that people, including myself, mm-hmm. want to say aren't sports. Poker, and I'm a poker player. What about bowling? Uh, all these things so far are sports. Well, okay. bowling's a sport. So, why, but why would bowling be a sport, not competitive eating? Are you trying to tell me bowlers are in such great shape? That's what I was just about to say. Mm. Bowlers aren't in, in no great physical shape. Well, until shape. Tiger came along, golfers weren't in great shape either. So then I go, okay, well, the word exertion is used. Maybe that will be the, the something that separates it. No way. But I'm sure you're tired after you eat 62 hot dogs. Exertion, the definition, physical or mental effort. There you go. Mm-hmm. So I hate to break it to you, ESPN sportsy guys, <laughs> but according to definition, competitive eating is a sport. That's what Webster said. Like saying. it or not. <laughs> <laughs> you know, all these things are sports. Pickleball, definitely a sport. Yes. You know, because, you know, we, we kind of, we tend to, and I, I'm guilty of this too, as well. You know, you look at things that just make sense. Football's a sport. Baseball's a sport. Basketball's a sport. You know, there's the argument golf is not a sport. Golf is a sport. Mm-hmm. You have to be in some type of, I'm not a golf guy. I'm like, two-shot two Scott wants me to go golfing with him. Rach is trying fun. to push me to go golfing. <laughs> I'm like, I can hit a ball that's moving, but I can't hit a ball that's standing still. Bet you'd be good at golf. I'm not. I've played it numerous times. I'm horrible. I always thought I golf the was ball. just for the experience of being out there, walking around, hanging and chatting. Well, that's what Rachel said. Rachel's like, you know, you got to you gotta network better. You got to, you know, because small talk's not my thing. Right. And I'm not a day drinker either. She's like, you got you, you got to go out there. Yeah, and, but golf, yeah, there's just, so little small talk that isn't just about meaningless golf stuff anyway. Great shot, Tim. Oh, you pulled that one. You're fine. But golf, without a doubt, sport. Yes. You mm-hmm. know, tennis players all, you know, they like clubs. It'll be tennis versus golf. So all these things are sport. The video game stuff, right? I mean, according to the, what I just read, like it or not, mm-hmm. would be a sport. And it could be professional because plenty of people get paid to play video games. They're getting paid sick money to play that mm-hmm. stuff. Oh, now, yes. Yep. To do that stuff. That's crazy, right? To think that all those are sports. Yeah, because we already have, we only have the traditional things programmed into our head. Okay. So with that being said, Going back to the comparison of Joey Chestnut and being the GOAT, comparing him to guys like Bill Russell and comparing him to Tom Brady and Michael Jordan and Tiger Woods and the best that have ever played their sport, is that a fair comparison? When when you say it like that. Right. When you've broke it down the way you just broke it down, you would be hypocritical to say no, but then it still sounds silly to say, I'm going to compare a guy who eats hot dogs to Michael Jordan. But the best in his... Sport, right? The best in his sport. Then yes, you would be talking. He would be the Michael Jordan of eating hot dogs. Of well, eating. say that then. Maybe people won't be so upset if you just say he's the Michael Jordan of eating hot dogs. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, I say this all the time just to get under people's skin. The best on paper athlete, uh, better than Jordan and better than Federer and better than Serena and better than Brady, is a guy by the name of David Wagner. 
I mean, he's won a ridiculous amount, uh, won a ridiculous amount of major and non-major tennis titles, but he's in a wheelchair. So it doesn't get, I mean, the, 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 oh. there's one match that's televised maybe on the Ocho or something, but he's like the goat of wheelchair tennis. Well, I was going to say, is this like a special, like Olympic type of thing? No, he's not, you know, mentally challenged. He's just, he's. Well, you he's, just only have to be in a wheelchair to qualify for the Special Olympics also. He's so. he's paralyzed. Okay. You know, and that's what these guys are. I mean, they throw the ball up at their feet. They have to tape their wrists because they've got, they can't move their, they've got no, most of them don't have. Like, you should see his partner. His partner's got literally zero movement from the neck down. And he somehow flicks his toes, and the ball bounces up to serve. I mean, it's like, Whoa. like you watch these guys, and you're going, "Oh my god!" But Dave is, you know, and he's the nicest guy. He's, I think he's from San Diego. Uh, nicest guy, coolest guy, most optimistic. When he had his accident at 18, he never once fell into depression. Never looked back. It was all just forward. After and that's that, good. he's sponsored by Nike. Uh, he would give me his extra clothes that he didn't want, which was cool. <laughs> but but he's I forget how many titles he's won. But you like you look at Connors and tennis has won a ridiculous amount of titles, or Federer and Nadal or Djokovic something like that. Wagner's just outpaced them times ten, but they're not talked about. Mm-hmm. So like when you hear the argument of who's the goat, I think the rule should be he's the goat in. Yeah, whatever said yes. sport is. Right. Absolutely. But then the argument comes, well, okay, Serena Williams is the GOAT for women's tennis. There could be an argument made for just tennis because of how many titles and uh, majors she's won. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, so that's when you get into the like sportsy debate. It, right. You and the know nitpicking. The statistics and the numbers and all the but, things. But the old school like sportsy purist is like, when I did a year of sports talk radio, it drove me insane. Like they, they're like in this path. There's there's nothing on any side. It's just a straight. So it's a tunnel, and they just that's all they walk it, and they can't look outside the tunnel. Uh huh. Very very straightforward and stuff. So when you hear stuff like this, it's kind of funny. You almost wonder if the commentators for the Nathan's hot dog eating contest they put stuff like this in there, knowing that it's going to piss these types of people off and bring more yeah. eyes. Right. Absolutely. Because exactly. it's going to get them pressed the next day because they're going to go on their sportsy shows and mm-hmm. they're going to rip it apart. And talk about like it. Like they do every year, you know. And Joey, and, and the other thing was, Joey Chestnut's worth like maybe $4 million bucks. Mm-hmm. So then you go, money, how can he be the GOAT? He's only worth $4 million. Yeah, but just for eating hot dogs, you can't even say only for that. That's right. <laughs> so, so, <laughs> that's great. So, Nikki, that's, that, was, that was kind of my, <laughs> like, that's where I was at. I'm going, if anything, he's better than all these other people because he eats hot dogs. Absolutely. <laughs> now I know Absolutely. there's there's training in it, but a guy who's not attractive mm-hmm. found a way to become an international superstar by eating food and a million multi-millionaire. Absolutely. You have got to give some type of credit to that. Give credit where it's due. And it's to Joey Chestnut. He didn't put the work that Jordan and Woods and Brady and all them put into no. it. The dude sat down at a picnic table. And figured out how to stuff his face. <laughs> That's all he did. Uh, so, yeah, you are the goat, Joey Chestnut, in many ways than what? Not just in hot dogs, but just mm-hmm. in life. Right. <laughs> you win it. Because the rest of us would do the exact same thing if we could. Absolutely. All right, second round of headlines. What do you got? I'm going to tell you where a roller coaster was stuck and why a woman was arrested at a job interview. All right, get you all out here in just a minute. It's the BS on 98 Rock. Stand by for news. News, news, news. Time for today's top two. Headlines, read all about it, baby. Extra, extra, read all about it. 
All right, here we go. Second round of headlines. Nikki D. Thrill Seekers ended up stuck for hours. H3. Families are being reunited with people as they come down off of the ride um, from the rescuers. And everybody seems to be doing as best as they can given the circumstances. According to NBC 26, eight people were stuck in Wisconsin on this ride that flips upside down. It's called a fireball. It's like this roller coaster, but it does only one big loop. So I don't really know why they're calling it a roller coaster because it's really that ride you see that just spins up and goes down. Well, when they were in the upward position, it got stuck. They're saying it was a mechanical failure that caused the ride to, to be stuck. And they're saying uh, about eight people was up there and seven of them were children. How long were they up there? They were up there for three hours. Three hours? Three hours. Hanging upside down? Stuck up there hanging upside down. And when they were doing the rescue, one of the stories that I read said that one of the little girls on there, when they were getting ready to take her down, told the firefighters, no, take him first because there was an older man on there uh-huh. and he had passed out a few times because he wasn't doing well. Yeah. And the little girl said, no, take him first. And they took the guy down. So they never started it back up. They went up there manually? No, they manually had to get ladders that would reach up and ropes. And they had uh-uh. a firefighter who was like specialized in some kind of rope work and they had to take them down one uh-uh. by one like that. Hell yeah. no. I mean, what else would you want to do? I wouldn't want to stay stuck up there. Get me down however you have to. I am angry. <laughs> no. How high were they up? Did say? Uh, I'm not sure how high they... Oh, it was over 100 feet because uh-uh. they said the ladders had to be some specialized ladders that could reach over 100 feet. Dude, you're just sitting there. It's probably like those people in that submarine. Just like going, this is it. I'm done. This is how I'm going. No. Just try to justify it. What do you mean, no? I wouldn't think that you would die from it. It would take a while. No, I know you're. they didn't, and there's a chance you wouldn't. But when you're up there after the first hour and nobody's helping you, then you have to – it's going through your head. It has to go through your head. Well, people were on scene. Police were on scene. So they were talking oh, to them the entire time, like giving them assurance, letting them know what was happening. So they knew people were rescuing them or trying anyway. Yeah, I just got stuck on a fair ride. I don't <laughs> trust anyone right now. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care what you say to me. No way. They have the carny yelling, everything's going to be okay, dude. But these are mostly kids. Of course, the kids are are, are believing what's being said to them. That's now, the adult, I don't know. There's another reason why I don't ride those rides. I don't either. I have no desire. They're Is this dead? your thing? Not at a carnival. No. I'll go to an um, an amusement park and, and go on a ride. Like those get stuck, too. Yeah, Nelson but not is as upper often. echelon rider. Right. Listen, I like, I like my operator to at least have all their teeth. You know what I mean? Yeah, and be 16. Hey, man, (laughs) you can buckle up if you want. I would. (laughs) All right, second start. Good rule of thumb, don't drink and go to the police. H4. Sheriff Captain Jeff Snyder noticed her third speech and her breath smelled like alcohol. Snedecki underwent a breath test. It came back almost twice the legal limit. According to WSB-TV, this woman is going in for a job interview with the police force. Now, they don't disclose exactly what position she was going for, but she shows up to her job interview and she's drunk. This took place in Indiana. So as soon as she walked into, and it's 8.45 in the morning. So the police chief is like, he instantly notices her breath smells like alcohol. Her speech is slurred. So they just flat out ask her like, Lady, have you been drinking? And she initially says no. So they tell her then she needs to take a breathalyzer, where they then find out it's twice the legal limit. And because she drove herself there, they arrested her and gave her a DUI. Why would you do that? I have no earthly idea other than the fact that drinking impairs your thought process. And I guess she thought it was a good idea to still go to the interview drunk. Well, I mean, I'm not talking about why she do that. That's just dumb. But I'm saying when she's there and they're like, we want to give you... 
A breathalyzer. A breathalyzer. <laughs> why would you agree to it? I mean, everybody knows. Even if you get pulled over, you say no. Just you just do. That's what any any DUI lawyer would tell you. You yeah, should be doing it in the first place. But, but some states will take your license just for refusing it. It's, uh, they say any DUI lawyer I've ever talked to said just re- refuse it, and you don't even have to say anything. Maybe she thought if she did it, they'd still give her the job because she was. But that's the thing is, like, she's there and could leave. Be like, no, you know what? If you think that's fine, you think I'm drunk and toxic, I'm just out of here. <laughs> you know, and kind of push it back on them. <laughs> but I sure the hell I'm not going to give them a opening to put me in jail. <laughs> you wonder when they when they arrested her. I wonder if she was still like so. Can somebody tell me, did I get the job? <laughs> you can look at her mugshot picture and tell she was out of it. She don't know what was happening. All right. Uh, let's play a little game here for those that are listening. I want to see if I can beat you. What is the worst injury that you've gotten while working inside your house? Hmm. Okay. Okay. I think I know dudes, we screw up all the time. But mine landed me in the ER, which is another story in itself, because we have to have a conversation about the emergency room here. <laughs> Huge combo. <laughs> Never seen anything like it. It was, whoa, <laughs> whoa. And I think there's a trick. I think I figured out a trick. Anyway, uh, 916-909-0985. We will have that conversation here in a minute. It's the BS on 98 Rock. That dude sounded so not interested in his weather give. <laughs> it was a 60-something degrees oh, tonight. Just, whatever. Whatever. Figure it out. <laughs> Might be chilly. That <laughs> <laughs> was awesome. Uh, thanks for being here. It's the BS. My name's Jason Bailey. Right there, that is Nikki D. There is Nelson. Your phone number to call or text, 916-909-0985. Uh, I'm talking about uh, injuries at the house. Like, you know, if you've worked around your house, you're going to injure yourself. I mean- you know, stepping on a nail, hitting yourself in the head with a hammer. You know, God forbid you cut off a finger, you know, with a saw or something like that. <laughs> or a kitchen knife. Or a kitchen knife. I mean, I, I've, I've, I've heard about it. You know, I've, I don't know if I've ever seen. I've hurt myself a lot. I'm one of those do-it-yourselfers that tries real hard. Hmm. And you get in over your head is what you do. What do you mean? Because you know that you don't know how to do a lot of these things that you try to do, but you just put it in because you want to feel manly, and then you hurt yourself. It's not that I don't need something to make me feel manly. I do it because if somebody else can do it, then I should be able to do it. Mm-hmm. But you know you can't do it. I don't know that. Not till you try. Right. I mean, the, and you, you can't do it unless you try. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. It's Yoda of the Do-It-Yourself Network. Dude, you miss 100% of the shots you don't take. Absolutely. <laughs> Keep throwing the cliches out there. are so motivational today. <laughs> and it's not difficult to hang a television. No. I mean, you literally, in this case, there were two, you know, big screws, <laughs> and you find the stud, and you screw it into the stud, and that's 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 it. Like you the know finding how it. to find a stud, though. I do. That's yeah. what I hear everybody say is the hardest thing with hanging the TV. I can't do it. I know that. Yeah, well, especially if you got a stud finder. Yeah. You know, and you got a center stud finder, which I have, you know, not the edges, but the center. Mm-hmm. And it's it's right there, and X marks the spot, and you know, drill and screw. And okay. what's the rule when you pick up a stud finder first before you put it on the wall? <laughs> you he know the rule. Know? Yes, he does. <laughs> yes, he does. I don't want to. I don't want to steal it you from just, you. Go ahead you, and say you have to. Every man knows this. You got to put it up to your breastbone because it'll register that. And you push the button, and it goes. Damn right. That's what I always say too. <laughs> 
<laughs> you got to find the stud, baby. That's what you do, right? Uh-huh. Absolutely. Yeah, <laughs> guarantee it. Actually, my stud finder, just I walk by it. It's like Luke's lightsaber. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm hanging a TV in this bar area in the house, getting ready for a 4th of July party. And here's the problem with this house that we bought. The studs are all wonky. <laughs> no, like, so, like it would go like 8, 12, 16, 12, Oh, I eight. hate that. It's all over the place. So anyway, for some reason, and this has happened a couple different times, not just to me, but other people that have been doing some work in the house, is that when the stud finder goes over it and it registers, it's for some reason finding the edge when it should be finding the center. Mm-hmm. And that's what the stud finder says, center stud finder, not the edge. So I'm like, okay, well, if that's the center, then I don't want to go anymore to the right or anymore to the left. That's the center. You want to go right in the middle of the wood. X marks the spot. Right. So I get this television. It's like a 40-whatever-inch television, but it's kind of an older TV, so it's a little heavy. And the mount is an older mount, so it's real heavy. But you can do it yourself. So I, I put it up there, and I screw it, and I put it in. Fine. I check it just to make sure everything's okay. good. You know, it's it's sturdy. It's give a, it a tug. Give it a little tug. And then I take the television. I put the TV on it. No big deal. It hangs. And then you do a little pilot screw on the back. Rock and roll. Good to go. So on Wednesday evening, the night before a 4th of July party. So when did you hang that up? Tuesday or something? Oh, uh, yeah, Tuesday. Okay, so Tuesday it had already evening. been up there a while. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, it had been up there for a couple hours. Oh, okay, okay, gotcha. But the way that it was sitting, I didn't like. It would, like, go, it would swing to the left. It wouldn't stay to the right, and it wouldn't stay center, and my OCD was driving me nuts. So I'm going over there, and I'm, I'm playing around with it. I'm tweaking it, and I'm trying to, and it's, now it's, like, 1030 at night, mm-hmm. Wednesday night, or Tuesday night. And I'm, I'm no, Monday night. Monday night. Yeah, this, I'm sorry, this is all Monday night. And so, I'm t- and the damn thing falls. Dang. Okay. Wow. But I catch it. Because you got them cat reflexes. That's right. So I, ca- I catch not only <laughs> the TV, but the TV with the wall mount in it. And when I catch it, and you guys know when you've ever put up a wall mount, how big those screws are. <laughs> the screw, the pointy part of the screw, went into my left, uh, underneath my forearm, up on my wrist. And as I was catching it, it slid. <laughs> so it sliced my arm open. Oh, my God. To the point where, I mean, I thought it hit like some kind of a main vein or artery. Blood was just <laughs> squirting everywhere. Yeah. So Rach hears it or sees it, runs in there. I would have passed out. Helps me with the TV. And then she's like, you know, let me get some towels and stuff. So like, put pressure on it. So I'm putting pressure on it. And I got faint. Like I almost passed out. I'm yeah, like, she said you were touching everything and putting your hands on the walls and the chairs. <laughs> and she had to tell you to be still. Because I was about to fall down. <laughs> I lost like 28 gallons of blood. Jesus. Uh, and so she's like, do you want to go to the emergency room? And so we dried up a little bit to see it. And then you could open up the wound and like see inside my arm. And I was like, cool. I go, you know, it'll probably heal, but I'm more worried about the uh, infections. Or yeah. Something? So I, I yeah. think I need a tennis shot. I don't know the last time I had a tennis shot. Right. So like, let's, she's, let's pop up to the ER. It's the only place that's open. So we go up to the ER. And we get in there and talk to, I mean, it, like, as soon as we walked in, they were the nicest people. The cop at the door was nice. They were, like, under construction. And then we go to the front desk. These two ladies were so nice and so sweet. But you see all these people waiting. It, it, it was like, it, it, I, I never seen anything like it. I'm like, how many people need to go to the ER right now? Right. At, ele- was at 11 o'clock at night. Mm. Like, what's wrong with everybody? And uh, so I'm talking to the ladies. They're nice. Gave my information. They're like, oh, something like that. You, you know, you're, you're going to be called here shortly. 
Oh, cool. Excellent. So I sat up there and I chatted with him for a little bit. I started mm-hmm. making friends. Uh, after a good amount of time, you know, they, they, they what's that? It's your heart monitor. It's flatline it. You said flatline. So they they take me over uh, to this other area, and I'm watching them just kind of move people around because they're 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 doing some construction. So it was like kind of like they they had makeshift setups here and there, you know, mm-hmm. like stuff on wheels and and all these people running around doing whatever. And then this lady takes me over and starts asking me questions, you know, your name, your address, and all that stuff, your insurance. So I give her that information, and she asks a very important question. Usually I'm quicker than this, and I didn't pick up on it, but I think this is the trick of the trade. She says, on a scale of 1 to 10, where's your pain level? Mm. Well, at that time, and I didn't want to lie because there were people in there that needed help faster than I did. Right. So I would have felt bad. So I was honest. I said, it was probably like a 3. Oh, oh no. no. You you never do that at the mm. ER. Your pain level is always 10. I just learned that lesson. Oh, my God. No one's told me that, so that's a thing. It has to be 10, or you're going to sit in there and you're going to sit in there. All right. Well, fast forward six hours later. Oh! oh, oh. uh, They've now moved me to a different area, uh, and I'm sitting with, like, three other people. There's this poor old lady that had a black eye that I just wanted to hug, and she's in a wheelchair, and she had to go pee-pees, so somebody had to go get somebody to take her pee-pees. And... uh, and I'm still, nobody's helping me. Like, no one's talking to me. Finally, a doctor comes over, and he just kind of, like, you could tell he was, I don't know if frantic's the word, just v- pressed for time. And he sits down, and he's like, all right, so what's this? And he's like, and I said, yeah, and he'd probably want to throw a tetanus shot in there. Okay, yeah, see, easy, no problem. We'll staple you up and, and get you a tetanus shot. He goes, let me go check your, let me go check your records. I'll be right back. Never saw the dude again. Wow. Ever again. So now I'm getting mad. Like, you know me and my patients. I've got none. Exactly. I'm furious. But I don't want to make a scene because here's the honest thing. And again, I just moved here, you know, like three, four, five months ago, whatever it was. So everybody's different. And and I I firmly believe you can stay the same. But when you move in to somewhere else, you got to conform. Like, you got to, if this is the way it is here, you're not going to change anything, Mm -hmm. nor should you try to. This is just how people are. Everybody was cool waiting. Like, nobody was angry. Because it's kind of like the rule of thumb. It depends on how severe whatever your injury is. Like, when I was going to go to the ER a few weeks ago, you already make up in your mind there's a possibility I'm just going to go spend the night here. And if you do that, then you can just go chill, and and you won't even care how many hours you've been there. But ER is short for emergency room, right? Yeah. Exactly, okay. but just some checking. people use the ER as their everyday medical care because they don't have insurance. So mm. you also have to keep that in mind oh, so you when you're need, going to the ER. You don't need insurance to go to the ER? No. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, I'm in there. <laughs> He's like, oh, I'm learning so much today. Well, I've only been to the ER like a couple times in my life. But every other time that I've been to the ER, like you know, when I had my hemorrhoid surgery in the middle of the night in, mm-hmm. in Panama City Beach, like I was in and out. Because it, it may not have been many people in there, though. You're also the day before Independence Day. I mean, people are lighting off fireworks. I mean, I didn't see. I looked around. That's what I was saying. Everybody's got firework injuries. I didn't see one firework injury. <laughs> Everybody's just coughing and old, sick, and sick. I don't mm-hmm. know what their problems were, but I can tell you that my problem was. I mean, my arm was sliced open. It was still bleeding. Ugh. So they give me this ace bandage and a bunch of paper towels, which I thought was very sweet. Because uh, I kept the ace bandage, a nice ace bandage, ace bandage. It had Velcro on both sides. Yeah, you'll get charged for that. They didn't give that to you. Oh, 
Well, they don't have any information to charge him. He gave him his insurance information. Oh, actually, oh. I don't know if I gave him my insurance. Oh, smart. Yeah, I think I just though? I think I just gave him my my stuff. Okay. Yeah, she asked me for my social security number yeah. as soon as I got there loudly. Yeah, there's a reason. Then they probably going to send you a bill. You going to get a bill. <laughs> well, I'm not so I leave. <laughs> I left. <laughs> and I told the guy. I finally saw I think the guy that was supposedly help, supposed to help me. Were you unruly? Because you know sometimes you get unruly when you are <laughs> aggravated with stuff. I'm not going to lie to you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> On my way out, I was hotter than a Nikki D at Mel's. Oh, no. Oh, that's hot. <laughs> that is on fire. <laughs> and, I, and I said to the guy, I said to him, I go, what the hell is going on here? I go, I've seen hospitals in third world countries that work and operate better than this. And I'm not joking. Like, I've spent hours in the hospital in Nassau, Bahamas, which is a third world country. And I've seen it operate better than this hospital, like this emergency room. I don't say the hospital, but the emergency room. And they told me time and time again, they're just like, we're so short-staffed. I heard a couple different stories because I was trying to figure this out. Because I know they're not incompetent. I mean, Mm -hmm. these are people in our medical field that we owe a lot to. I mean, like, I don't want to beat up on them. I'm just saying this, the protocol and procedure was horrible. So they were like, um, they said uh, COVID obviously took a lot out of them. Right. You know, and, mm-hmm. and a lot of people, nurses and doctors, they just got out of the field. Yeah, they left. They did not return. They went into whole other careers. Right. So they're like, we're short staffed. And that's what they were saying. They were going, you know, we had 60 rooms and 160 people and you've got to get into a room. So, you know, you start in this like kind of cattle call and then they move you to this chair and then they move you to another chair down the hall, which means you're next for a room. Mm-hmm. And you don't know how long that's going to be. And then if there's somebody with a more important injury, you get bumped. Oh, so you weren't just sitting out in the waiting room that whole time. You were kind of in the back. Uh, Well, yes and no. Like the, the waiting room was like 30 yards from where I got to. <laughs> yeah, but you had made it to what they call triage. I, mean, I don't. I didn't see any trees. Jeez. I don't. I don't. I don't think I made it to anywhere. I just made it to a different. Oh I think I just made it to a different area to sit. It wasn't anything special. He uh, could still see the TV in the waiting room so and watch please. it. So no, he didn't get anywhere. I don't think I got anywhere. But but here's what I did. So where where they moved me to, there's I believe the lady was from like she was Iranian because she sounded and looked just like my neighbor back in Atlanta. And so we're sitting there bitching at each other, you know, about what's going on. But I could see the rooms that we're supposed to be in. Like I could touch like I could like they're there. Mm -hmm. And I was looking at the people in there. And so I just kept staring down the staff behind the desk like this was the next stage. (laughs) This was like I'm getting to the next stage in Super Mario, like where the where I'm going to get there. And, uh, and they, I was, I was like looking at them like, can you help me? Can you help me? And they, they, they did not want to make eye contact Mm-mm. with me. Of course not. <laughs> but I could see the rooms. And then I finally said to the guy, I'm like, dude, this is horrible. And he was, you know, he, he was nice enough to explain it to me. You know, look, as, as pissed off as I was, uh, about the situation, I have much respect for those in the medical field. I really do. I think the system's fairly broken, but those that bust their ass and go do the schooling and save lives, you know, we owe you a lot. During COVID, 
you guys were so underappreciated by many people, and it drove me absolutely insane. You know, I'm sitting here bitching about this, you know, screw in my arm, but I, I was just like this old lady with the, the black eye. I, I, I felt so horrible. She was waiting longer than I was. Like, she got there before me, and I just watched her. Like, we waited together. And, you know, I got a soft spot for the elderly. Yeah. So he's like 90 years old with a black eye. Yeah, but pain is all about that pain tolerance. So when you yeah. tell them it's not that bad, then that puts you at the bottom of the list. Well, That's I know that works. now. Next time I – so oh, <laughs> I figured that out about halfway through this experience. Yeah, and they I have all it. these, like, little <laughs> computer carts where they're, you know, calling people's names. So I go over, and again, my arm's bandaged up. So <laughs> it was such bad acting, too. I go over there. And I'm like, do you have like a time? Like, where am I at in the queue? <laughs> like, is there, is there a fast pass that I can buy? <laughs> like, what's the deal here? And uh, she's like, what's your name? I said, Bailey, Jason. And, like that. and she goes, okay. She's like, how are you with pain right now? I'm like, oh, that's him. That's the secret. <laughs> Well, I got to tell you, it's re- like it just got really painful. And I take my left arm and I kind of hold it up in the air. <laughs> like, I was like, I got to do this to keep the pressure. It's 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 getting bad. It's getting worse. I really think I need to see somebody. <laughs> and she, they kept telling me I was next. You were. <laughs> <laughs> You were next. You just had to wait a couple more hours. Right. Well, I'd see guys, I'd see people, you know, bump me, and I'm like, what the hell's wrong with you? I'm going to see your scar. Let me see your cut. I'm surprised you didn't pull the bandage back and give them a little spurt. That'll motivate. When they see blood flying at them, that motivates people. No. Anyway, so I left. I was mad. I went home, put my <laughs> put my brisket on my big green egg. God. Uh, which was actually kind of worked out perfectly because I had to put it on around 2 o'clock in the morning anyway, 2.30. <laughs> <laughs> so thank you for not taking me and allowing me to get home to smoke my brisket. That came out amazing, by the way. And then I was like, well, you know, Rachel's like, we got to go. You got to go to the urgent care. I was like, yeah, so I'll go to the urgent care. So I'm Googling when they open. Again, this is 4th of July. And they all open at like 9 except for 1. And I went to one over here in Roseville, Carbon Health. That's where I go. Oh, they That's are where I go. Absolutely amazing. That's where my doctor's appointment was last week I went to. Absolutely amazing. Mm-hmm. I was in and out of there in 45 minutes. They are quick. They, those are the ones who flush my ears. Yep. Yeah. That's them. They're like checked in. There was like three people in the waiting room. They called my name. They take me to the back. This really nice dude. They're like talkative, informative, really smart, nice, yeah. sweet. I wanted to hug him. Don't hug. And then they bring in like the nurse right. doctor lady. She stitches me up. She sends they give me a little goodie bag. You can enjoy your Fourth of July. You're on your way. Forty five minutes. Yeah, it's very quick in and out. I love going there. So I'm being told that if you got something, go to the urgent care. But there's no twenty four seven urgent care Mm-mm. that I know of. No, there's not. And and they don't give you a lot of prescription medication because even when I went to see my doctor, she still wouldn't give me a prescription. So I haven't figured that part out yet. Well, here's the deal. After that experience. Uh, if I need to die, I'm not going there. <laughs> I would recommend you not going there either. I'm going to try to tough it out until 9 a.m. when all the urgent care is oh open. Oh, my God. Well, at least you're all bandaged and up. It doesn't even look that bad today from where I'm sitting, so that's good. Yeah. They did their part. Stitches, though, right? I got two of them. Well, I had three, and one popped, and she goes, ah, two's good. <laughs> one popped while she was doing it? Well, one popped when she was done. Oh, okay. She was looking, just cleaning it up, and it popped. And she was like, "Yeah, I don't think you're not supposed to flex after you get them." You know what I mean? Why didn't I? I, I don't think I don't think she wanted to. I, I don't think she wanted to put a third one back in. <laughs> like she looked back, and it was like I could I could hear her thoughts. She was like, "It's a lot of work. It's 
So I got to go through this and I got to find the thing and then the thing and the gimmick and I got to do my hands and the gloves and just for one stitch, it's not worth it. Two should be okay. Is stitching hurt? Uh, no. Well, they numb it. Oh, okay. So they take a needle and they put it in the wound. No. Oh my God. That didn't feel good. Are you serious? That's what they did? Yeah, a bunch. Like they take it, they take uh, Novocaine, right? And they go bump, 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 bump. So it's all numb. So they can pull. Oh, I would have passed out. Oh. They can't start away from the wound first and work in? No, she, she, she was like, look away. Yeah. <laughs> I go, not a problem. <laughs> Did you watch him stitch it? No, she said, look away. Through the whole thing? Yeah, she said, look away. Oh, I got to come back after it's numb. You know what I always think of whenever I get stitches? I always want to be Patrick Swayze <laughs> in... Uh, um, it's Roadhouse, right? Roadhouse, yeah. yeah. Where he carries his own records. Mm-hmm. Saves time. God. All right, I'm going to give you a, a local... No, that's okay. It's going to be painful. Pain don't pain don't hurt. <laughs> Bite down on this belt buckle. I wish I was a badass like Patrick Swayze was, where you say pain don't hurt, and she takes the staple gun and just staples up the knife. Oh yeah. He didn't have a dumbass TV fall with a screw in his arm. He had a knife wound from the bad guy. Ooh. And she staples him up without a local. And no, he no. had his and he had his records with him. I love you keep saying local like that means anything. Was <laughs> that they, a local? That's what they say in the movie. I know. I know, I I know, know what it, they say. I, I'm it assuming means local anesthesia. Yeah, that's what I thought it did. That's what it means. That's yeah. just, <laughs> it's doctor talk. <laughs> no, no, my I'm fault. Local. You don't know doctor talk. <laughs> I know doctor talk. Well, don't laugh at me because I do know doctor talk. <laughs> you thought you didn't know it. See yeah. That? Why mm-hmm. would I keep saying local? Like like. Because you, you heard the word. Because you heard the buzzword. Well, I know it means... Anesthesia? Right. Local anesthetic. Right here, locally. <laughs> Born and raised. <laughs> Thank you. It's, uh, it's made... Right here. Right here in South. It's got the tag on it. the tag! I told them they said they said do you want do you want non local I said hell no I live here now <laughs> only local for me o- only in CJ is from Sacramento <laughs> California CA baby <laughs> so that was my ER experience never again when where's your next set of stitches going because you I are the stitch king right so, now like I just your got the, I just got the mose on my forehead and I looked at I was, my wife and I were in my bathroom and, and I looked at I was like. My forehead's uh, healed up pretty good. It's like it doesn't—you don't even know I had stitches up there. She's like, "Well, that's all right. It's got to go away so you can get the next set of stitches." Exactly, exactly. When's your next set going to be? Uh, the new Indiana Jones. So this is what the experts in the internet are saying. The first twenty minutes is absolutely and completely everything that they thought. It's horrible. The new Indiana Jones, the rest of the movie, okay, but the first 20 minutes is horrible. Well, look, I went and saw it, Mm -hmm. and I can tell you that they are wrong, but I'll tell you why they think it's horrible, because I I know what they're talking about. I just didn't think it was that bad. It's the BS on 98 Rock. I don't know what this means, but it looks good. The Bailey Show, congrats. Little party emoji. Mm -hmm. You've been accepted to the YouTube Partner Program. Let's go. All right. What does that mean? I don't know. That means that you can start making money off of the stuff you post on YouTube. Really? Mm-hmm. I want to give back to the community. Mm-hmm. More videos you watch on our YouTube channel at The Bailey Show. Like and subscribe, please. Yes, like and subscribe. We'll subscribe first and then like.
Sure. Well, or you as, have as, to as, like to subscribe. As you're seeing the video, like the video. Make sure you're subscribed. Click the bell so and that our, you get all notifications. And our goal, uh, the more times you watch it, our goal is to get to enough money to hire Metallica to play a concert, a free concert. Ooh. <laughs> all right, so every dollar that comes in from this whatever program, I'm going to put into my piggy bank until we get enough money for Metallica or Papa Roach, whatever is cheaper. Whichever is cheaper. <laughs> we got a connection It's going to be Papa Roach is my guess, right? But just because we have the local connection. Yeah, we got a connection. Not like the they're... anesthesia. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I there get it. Well, it ties yes. in. <laughs> so uh, the Indiana Jones dial of the destiny. Uh, what is it? The dial of. The dial of destiny. The dial of destiny. Mm-hmm. Now, you can't go wrong with Indiana Jones. Well, I take that back. Well, you the only reason they went wrong with the Shia LaBeouf one was not because of Indiana Jones, not because of Harrison Ford, not because of the movie, the concept, it was because of Shia LaBeouf was in it. So Indiana Jones is a staple in American cinematography. I mean, it is or it is amazing. Mm-hmm. This one was not supposed to be amazing because Harrison Ford is like 150 years old, right? You can't do Indiana Jones. You can't have this guy. Like, what's the story going to be? Yeah, that's what I was wondering. You, you know, you kind of figure, like, they tried to do a Shia LaBeouf. They're going to bring in somebody. They're going to pass the torch, and they'll be the new Indiana Jones, and blah, blah, blah. It's the same blueprint for all this stuff. There's the spinoff. You know, they're going to bring in this dude, or they're going to bring in a woman because that makes it more PC, and, you know, it's blah, blah, blah. Well, it, it was none of that, actually. It was very, very good, uh, and I really, really enjoyed it. And they, as long as you have the theme music, you know, Indiana Jones theme music. Dun, 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 dun. I gotta tell you, that theme music is up there with Superman theme music. Yeah, it never gets old, and it makes you feel good on the inside when you hear it. Absolutely, you know something Mm -hmm. exciting is going to happen. Absolutely, and plus, you feel like you're at the theme park. I don't know about the theme park part, but it always makes me feel good. I don't know if you dance like that though. Yeah. So the internet and the uh, movie experts are are calling it crap the first 20 minutes at least because they use the de-aging technology. Sure. The CGI. Uh, is is that it what considered? It is? I mean, it is CGI, but the de-aging is a new arm of CGI that they've been leaning into pretty heavily lately. And, and we knew that they were going to do this, mm-hmm. but we just didn't know. I mean, I didn't know how. So what they did without giving away spoilers, like the, the internet's wrong. It's not bad. It actually makes sense. The way they... the the way that they did it makes sense. They just mm-hmm. didn't make him a younger Indiana Jones for no reason. Right. Like, that's part of the story because they give you flashbacks up until present day, which then gives you the big payoff of this old Indiana Jones, mm-hmm. this grumpy old man. Like how he got there. It's like, okay, this is real. This is what Indiana Jones looks like. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it, the the movie couldn't have been as good as the movie was if they did not do that de-aging. So the internet goes, well, just get a different actor to do it. Why? Why pay an actor to do it when you can just de-age the, the real actor? Right, yeah. that's the por- purpose of having all this new technology, right? And mm-hmm. the people that I know saw it told me the same thing. They thought it was great, the de-aging. So the, the, the internet says that the voices don't match up or something with the de-aging? Oh, because he's got an older guy's voice, but he's still voicing the parts of the younger guy? Right. Well, AI is going to fix that in the next couple of years anyway. I, I don't know about that. I think Harrison Ford is always, like, I don't know if he sounded old or what, but gravelly. He's, like even when he was yeah, younger? Like, well, he just gets a little, uh, as he's older, he talks a little slower. Right, depending on what his, you know, what he's, what his 
character he's playing. Mm-hmm. But when you were watching it, could you even tell that? Like, did you even think about that? I, di- I didn't th- I didn't even think about it until I read that article today. Okay, so that's what I'm saying. Most people probably didn't even think about it. And, like, continuity is, like, a big thing for me. I'm always looking for the guy that leaves the beer can in the backdrop <laughs> or something like that. I'm a big continuity fan. And, uh, and yeah, so it, 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 was, it was really, really good. Like, it makes you want to go back and watch the other ones. I want to go see this one. I can't remember any of the other ones other than the first one, but I definitely want to see this. They're one. on Netflix. Well, I, 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 okay, though, I'm not gonna watch it. And they make reference to. They, they make ref. He makes. That's another cool thing. He makes references to some of the older ones. Oh, okay. So if you know about it, you know about it. And it and it comes full circle because it's actually. Uh, I mean, Indiana Jones technically is a love story, right? So it all comes full circle with how this starts and where we're at now in his life mm-hmm. and to how it ends and why. Dang, now see, I feel like I got to go back and watch the first one because I didn't know Indiana Jones was a love story. You have to, yeah. If you're going to watch this one, you have to watch the first one. Just the first one, okay. Because there, this is like the big grand finale, right? Oh. This is going to be the last one. So they bring back some of the reoccurring characters in the movie. Like okay. the guy with the fez? Yes. Oh, Dr. Jones. Indy! Indy! I love that guy. Indy over here, Indy! Yes, I love that guy. Indy, now is not the time or place, Indy. (laughs) (laughs) So not to give a spoiler, but you say with this being the last and final one, so he's not passing the torch? He's dead. He dies. Okay. Mm, At the end of this. Spoiler. Sorry. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) Or does he? (laughs) (laughs) Mike, so is he passing the torch? No. No, that was the other cool thing. it was you kind of you kind of get you kind of get like closure. Okay, like mm. a finality. But uh oh. You go, well maybe not. Oh, okay. Did you stay after the credits? Cause you be hightailing that out of there. No, I never stay after the credits. So see it could have been something and you missed it. I don't know if Indiana Jones does that crap. Everybody's doing that now. That's stupid. Everybody's doing that now. Stop making me sit through credits to watch somebody go boo. Nelson, do you know if it's something after the credits? I'm going to let you know in just a second. Okay, because I feel like it could have been, no. and you didn't stay to see. Well, like the next, hey, Ooh. I'm Bob, and I'm the next Indiana Jones. Yeah. Thanks for staying through now. the credits and coming to the theater. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Call me Bob Jones. My TV was on the other day, and that Deadpool movie was on, and I saw them do it on that. I'm like, all these movies do it then. After well, the cred- I mean, Deadpool is a part of Marvel, though. Yeah, it's, okay. it's a superhero thing. Yeah, okay. There's no other movie that, uh, no other type of movie that does it other than the superhero stuff. I mean, Transformers did it. That's yeah. That's a superhero. Well, okay, I get you. Optimus Prime's a superhero. I was going to say, Transformers isn't a superhero. Well, it's kind of in the same no, world. Not. There Those aren't are toys. Any. There aren't any? There are no mid or post credits. That's right. Okay. Indiana Jones don't play that. <laughs> you didn't know. <laughs> you left. <laughs> yeah. So here, here's what you do. You got, you got to watch... I would suggest you watch the first three. No, I ain't going to watch that many now. I'm going to watch the first one, though. Look, I I went and watched your first two Galaxy movies to go see that horrible movie with mm-hmm. you guys. Oh, my gosh. You watched the first one. And the and second you one. you watched a sprinkle of the second one. No, nah, it was more of a sprinkle. It was a squirt. <laughs> okay, a squirt. Yeah, I got into it. I got up in there. <laughs> I got up in there. But, you, but the, you're not going to pick up on some of the references uh-huh. if you don't watch them. 
Well, I want to go this weekend. I'm not going to have time to watch three movies. I will tell you for the bet what I remember. Definitely, you definitely have to watch the first one. If okay. you don't watch the first one, you will be completely lost on this. Okay. Uh, on the the latest Indiana Jones, you you won't understand the mindset and importance of what he's doing. Okay. Okay. Got you. So you, you one and three, right? Okay. So there, to what I remember, there was a couple. One in particular. References to three. Okay. See, because two's the only one that's not about Nazis. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Two. Three's Sean Connery. Sean Connery. Yes. yes. The reference is the two. Oh. Okay. So one and two. Interesting. And both of those are on Netflix, Nelson. Yes. Okay. I just watched them. Yeah. Uh, Kim two. Basinger, too. No. Blonde, but not Basinger. Yeah. No, it's not Basinger in two. It was the Three Stones. No, her name is. Um... It was Indiana Jones. In the yeah. Temple of Doom. Yeah, that's where a guy pulls his heart out of his chest. Yeah, that's Kim Basinger. It's not Kim Basinger. How much money you want to bet? I'm $20 right I'm now. Done. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Done. What is this called? Number two? Number yeah, two. Yeah, Indiana Jones number two. <laughs> Owe me 20 bucks. Okay. All right, this is Kate Diary Capshaw. of the Destiny. What? Kate Capshaw is the star. This girl, blonde girl right here, the one that was going to get in with the prince, monkey brains, Kate Capshaw. That's not Kim Basinger? No. <laughs> no, sir. That's not Son Kim Basinger. No, sir. Oh, we know you got the cash. Go ahead and pull it out. Now we got him a quick little 20 twin. You got change for 100? <laughs> <laughs> you have to owe me. Look at that, man. Woo! Cha ching. Play your money sign. I have never that. been so sure. <laughs> Of something that I was. Oh my god! Oh, I know because you bet that quick. I, god. I, I'm a movie buff. Why didn't I say a hundred? I just are... watched this movie. Well, oh, I would have taken that bet. I know. <laughs> I know for as excited as you were, but you have this thing where you get into my head and make me doubt myself sometimes. All the time. Oh, I knew it. If I had more time in this segment, I would have gotten my twenty bucks. <laughs> <laughs> nope. We gotta go to commercial. I think. Yeah, you're lucky. If it were like three minutes ago. I ought to pull my little <laughs> tricky dickies on you. Oh, my God. All right. Third round of headlines. Damn. Came, would... to, came to work and lost $20. <laughs> <laughs> I'm supposed to make money doing this. I'm going to tell you what killed a grandma during the holiday and why a woman screamed to get off a flight. All right. We'll get you that here. God, I hate that. <laughs> Keep that money in your pocket because oh, there's going to be another bet. I promise you. <laughs> before the show. Okay. Yeah, before the show. <laughs> right. <laughs> I bet you she's going to talk about a plane. I'm not taking that bet. I'm not taking that bet. I can tell you we're talking about the end of this hour. I bet you turn around. All right, get you your third round of headlines here in a minute. It's the BS on 98 Rock. Stand by for news. News, 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 It's time for today's top two. Headlines, read all about it, baby. Extra, extra, read all about it. Headlines. All right there, D. third round of headlines, please. Another gator was killed for living his truth. H5. But Authorities there later locating her near a lagoon with the alligator guarding her body. It was more than nine feet long. Mm. Hilton Head, South Carolina, over the holiday, a 69-year-old woman, she left the house, family was over to go walk her dog. Um, she chose to go walk her dog near a lagoon, water, where alligators reside, and a 10-foot alligator, unfortunately, 
killed her. Now, the dog returned home safely, which prompted family members to go look for the woman, and they found her body. But they couldn't, excuse me, they couldn't retrieve her right away because the gator was, like, um, harboring over her. Like, he wouldn't let her go. Yeah, he ate her up, and then he didn't want anybody to take his his food, which Mm -mm. is crazy. I don't think I've ever heard or seen anything like that before. That's nuts. One of these days, you're going to really piss somebody off by keep saying that stuff. Me? <laughs> yeah, you. What? What it's a human life. Wrong. She should be able to walk. Now, look, she should be able to walk wherever she wants. But granted, yes, because this is just last week was there's a video of somebody being chased by a gator in the same area. And I mean, like, again, I, I grew up around these types of lakes in Florida uh, for the most part. And you just know better. There was also an 88-year-old woman who died in this same spot in August of uh, 2022. Yeah, well, if if you're in Florida, for some reason they skipped Georgia, but if you're in Florida, if you're South Carolina, certain spots have, have a gator problem, but definitely in Florida. If you're in Florida, you don't you don't do that. But it's weird. Florida people are weird. They go swimming in gator-infested lakes. But you know the gators are there. You so do. I don't understand who can be mad at me yeah. for saying that you should not go where you know gators are and there's a possibility that they'll eat you. It's it's crazy. I mean, they go, uh, you know, hey, we're going out to the lake today to do some jet skiing and water skiing. No, 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 no. Absolutely not. No, 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 no. But then you go, okay, well, when you go on vacation, hey, we're going to do some jet skiing and water skiing, knowing that there could possibly be whatever type of shark out there. Absolutely. And guess what? If the shark eats you, I don't want them to kill the shark. It's not his fault. It's my fault. Well, he doesn't have to eat you. I mean, you could, we could be cool and share the space and like- be, we could, or scare me. be hungry. Scare me a lot. <laughs> <laughs> scare me- Tremendously, he but you don't have hungry. to. There was uh, people in Destin, Florida. There was, uh, I think it was Destin. There was a video circulating in the, in the last couple of days uh, of sharks swimming in between them. And, and like, you know, you hear people going, shark, shark, get out of the water, shark. They're like a pretty good sized shark. You know, the fins were pretty big. And you still had people just kind of lollygagging around, like, ah, da, 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 da. I'm like, what are you doing? Just because you can stand up in the water does not mean the thing's not going to bite you. Well, according to you, and I don't know if Nelson agrees with you or not, it's okay if you're out there with the sharks. You know what I'm saying? It's cool. Uh, What do you mean it's okay? Because you just said that I'm wrong for saying that if you go out there where you are in their territory and something happens to you, it's your fault. Now it sounds like you are agreeing with me that people shouldn't be out there. It's like if you mistakenly walk into a biker gang bar, right? Mm -hmm. You don't really belong there. But they're going to go, hey, look, you don't belong here. It's time. You know, you should probably leave. And you go, okay, that's cool. Sorry, guys. You know, you do your thing. I I, I thought this was Johnny's. My bad. You know, and you leave. They don't beat you up or kill you because you accidentally walked into their bar or their clubhouse. They're cool about it. They're like, hey, not a place for you. Thanks for stopping by. It's time for you to leave. And you you get it and you go. It's the same thing with swimming with these animals. It's like you're you wa- comparing animals to biker people in a bar. No, who I'm are com- humans. No, I'm comparing the idea of wrong place, wrong time. It's time to go. That's what I'm comparing. Although it to. sharks, I mean bikers, that seems like accurate. <laughs> no, sharks you know are mean? animals. They're going to do what they instinctually want to do. But this is horrible. I mean, you think about how this went down. Is you know that lady's walking her dog. And, I mean, the thing could have gone after her, you know, not the dog. Uh, and just, I mean, those things are fast and can jump and grabs her and, you know, 61 years old and just brings, you know, takes her down to the ground and then pulls her into the water and drowns her, gator yeah. rolls her, 
and then starts chomping away. I mean, it was that quick. Mm-hmm. You know, once it gets a hold of you, you're not getting out of it. It's over with. It's over with. Very it's done. Very few people get out of that. And it's a horrible death. Again, my buddy's kid died that way. And, you know, I think about it anytime you bring up one of these stories, you know, don't you dare tell me it was his fault. But, it, you know, it, it was such a horrible, like, I, th- I knew this kid when he was born. And just to know, like, when we're at his funeral, I'm going, this is, the, like, one of the worst possible things, you, as a, especially his father. Like, you're mm-hmm. sitting there, you know, this is probably one of the worst possible things you could ever... Well, how do you not blame yourself? It's, it's not like this uh, submarine where it was instantaneously. No. You know, you feel it. Right. And you go through it. Ah. And then you, I mean, you're there for a minute yeah, no, knowing, knowing that it's going to end. Yeah, drowning is not instant. Yeah, that's hard. And then being, even if he doesn't drown you and he's still chomping away, it's not like that shark, the guy eaten by the shark, he didn't get killed instantly. I know, no. but you only hope that you only hope that the attack by the animal triggers shock in your system and that you then go numb. That's what they say happens. You that's probably o- why he wasn't trying to swim away. He well, probably was just shocked. You want to hope that that's what happened because once shock sets in, then you, you're not there anymore. You know what I mean? Like it's like out of body experience I, at that point. Uh, you know what a moray eel is? I know what one is. Yeah, yeah but like, like they have the teeth. Uh huh. They're nasty. Yes. They, they'll come at you and all that stuff. So I was scuba diving, not scuba diving, but I was snorkeling uh, on a Bahamas trip. And, you know, every time we go down there, you'd see a barracuda. You'd see, you know, stingrays are all over the place. They're not a big deal. Uh, we never really saw any sharks out there when we're snorkeling and whatnot. Um, but there are like, you know, more eels are out here. And I was like. And they'll attack you? Yeah. I mean, don't if, they shock you? Uh, no, I don't no, think. That's no, there's an electric, electric eel. Oh. Yeah, they also do a slide. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm swimming. And it was kind of <laughs> dirty, like murky in the water. Uh-huh. And I just see something kind of wiggling. And there was like some reef area, some coral reef. And I'm swimming up to it and I'm looking around. And it was the freakiest thing. This thing kind of just comes at me. He wasn't trying to like attack me. He was just kind of floating in the water, uh-huh. but floating towards me coming out of this coral. And you're talking about the shock, right? Right. <gasps> oh, no. So I lean on my back, and I get my flippers. You know, I'm going, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which was kind of dumb because it made things worse because now the, all the water around me is, you know, the dirt's been kicked up. Kicked so now up you can't see. Now I can't see a damn thing. She's <laughs> like, oh, It's time to get me out of here. It's like <laughs> the horror movie equivalent of walking upstairs. <laughs> Let's run away from the killer up into the shed with all the knives. <laughs> He's not gonna look in here. Uh-uh. <laughs> let's the go to the go, let's go to the shit with the chainsaw. Right. <laughs> yeah. All right, second story. Flying is getting more and more turbulent. H six. I'm telling you, I'm getting the f- off, and there's a reason why I'm getting off, and everyone can either believe it or they cannot believe it. But I am telling you right now that f- back there is not real, and you can sit on this plane and you can die with them or not. I'm not going to. I'm not going to. According to the New York Post, there was a woman aboard this American Airlines flight, and they're boarding. Everybody's getting on. Everybody's sitting down. The flight's leaving from Dallas, going to Orlando. And this woman all of a sudden gets out of her seat. She comes up and down the aisle, and she starts yelling that she wants to get off the plane because there's a man who's sitting in the back, not sure what man, nobody to this day knows, but she kept screaming that he's not real. And I was watching this video, and I'm thinking, 
is this like one of those prank things? Because this lady looked totally normal. Not that mental health has a look or anything, but she looked like a woman getting ready to go on vacation and have fun. And all of a sudden she flips out. According to TMZ, Carrot Top was on the flight oh. and he put out a video. He was pissed. And he said this caused a five hour delay because she did this because now everybody had to get off the plane. Let her off. Everybody get off and get back on. Where was it leaving? It was leaving from uh, Dallas. From Dallas going to where? Orlando. Okay. Yeah, he lives in Winter Park. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. He, yeah so well, that <laughs> explains it too. When was the last time you got a good look at Carrot Top? He does not look like he's real. Oh, she wasn't talking about Carrot Top. You know what? That makes sense. Now I don't think I would hope he wasn't at the back of the plane. This was somebody yeah, no. she was pointing to yeah, at the no, back no, no, of the plane. No, 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 so yeah, no. Okay. No, no, no. No, I doubt it was him. It's Nobody even knew he was on the plane. Really? Yeah. I, I know Scott. Don't say Scott. I, know I Scott. don't know his name is Scott. <laughs> yeah. Me either. You know, I did not fathom you, one time that the man's name isn't Carrot. You, you, <laughs> you know, you know the the movie The Hangover. I do. You know all those pictures at the end when they go through the the camera. Uh huh. That's his. Uh, that's his private area um, at a show in Vegas. What? Yeah. So when we when that movie came out, we went to Vegas. Me and some buddies went to Vegas, and a guy I used to work with really close with him. Like he'd help write him jokes and stuff. Oh, so, uh, I was not, I'm, I'm not close with the guy. I just know him, but, uh, he was very close. So we went down there and I'm looking around and I go, dude, I go, why does this look so familiar? And he goes, have you seen hangover? I'm like, yeah, he's like, yeah, all the pictures were taken down here. All the guys came down here and they took the pictures of the girls and stuff. Wow. I was like, cause that, I love that movie. And that movie at the time was huge. Uh-huh. It was. So we're doing the, you know, reenacting the oh, pictures God. and all that kind of stuff. <laughs> yeah, it, was, it, was, it was kind of fun. Yeah. So she flips out. She's probably one of those, you know, I mean, there's like a, there's, there's, there's people out there, right? Those, mm-hmm. those, what, those QAnons or whatever. Oh yeah. It, like, like the president's not real. He's fake. Like I follow some of them on Twitter because they're really interesting folks. Billy Corgan. So they really in, believe this. Billy Corgan believes in shapeshifters. Shapeshifters. Yes, Whoa. he has said he has seen a shapeshifter. Yeah, there's like a whole a whole thing. Um, I think Obama was a, a reptile, a reptilian. Uh-huh. Like was another thing uh-huh. that people yep. believe in. Like if you look at their, I mean, it's people are cra- like. You want to say they're crazy, but you just never know what to believe in. <laughs> I want to say they're crazy. <laughs> I, who For knows? Sure. <laughs> maybe she. Maybe we're all weird, and this lady's brilliant. Who oh, knows? Yeah. When you borrow something, and re- excuse me. Don't you even laugh. Just don't. Don't you even laugh. It's going to be a bad day for you, isn't it? Yeah. Like, a, the, the whole, yeah, whole show's been beat coming. up on Nelson. I did win $20 earlier, though. There so. you go. That's yeah. it. <laughs> so when you borrow something and you return it, am I wrong by saying you're supposed to return it in the in better condition than when you got it? You are not wrong in saying that. Okay. I'm just making sure. Better? Not at all. Yeah. And if you have loaned something to someone and they brought it back in not better condition, what did you do? And vice versa. Because I know somebody. I do too. And I got an eyewitness story about this person. <laughs> about how they borrowed something and turned, returned it in not the best condition. Do you know somebody, Nelson? I might know someone. <laughs> I've heard tell. <laughs> All right. Let's see if we can figure out who that person is here in just a minute. Okay. Great. You think you can help me with that? I might be able to give you a couple of clues that might lead you there. Okay, cool. It's the BS on 98 Rock. See, Kevin Costner won. Won what? His uh, estranged wife, Christine Baumgartner, 
the judges ordered her out by July 31st. Remember the whole prenup? Of course. That she got kicked out of the house and she wouldn't leave? He won because he's costing her. He won, yeah. I'm still on her side. I know you are, but the judges, he's probably said, if you don't like Yellowstone, you're out. (laughs) Well, no, he probably went to the costume and he goes, look, I'll get her out of there (laughs) if you stay. You're hearing it here first. Costner's staying on Yellowstone. No, he's not. I'm telling you right now. The judge was like, I'll get her out if you stay on Yellowstone. (laughs) They made a side deal, a side bet. Go ahead, start spreading the news, tell the internet. You heard it here first on the BS. Kevin Costner staying on Yellowstone because the judge ordered it was a private. Nobody knows about this but me. No. And now you guys. No, we You're don't welcome. know that. So yeah. don't go out. Don't quote us. Don't yes. anybody be all mad. Quote no, me. we Nelson. don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Quote me. Nelson from the BS said it. <laughs> don't, because I'm already getting lit up on our YouTube page, the Bailey Show, from that video we posted about this specific thing because I did the math wrong. Oh, people beating you up on it. Oh, yeah. So they're like, well, no wonder the uh, our our system is failing because this guy thinks that $3 million <laughs> is point whatever of $400 million. I go, dude, it was quick. I'm sorry. Well, it's it's weird, like on YouTube, because you reach a different audience. It's not people in the listening audience. Yeah. It's like some guy in Guam. He's pissed off at you because he can be. <laughs> Please explain to me how $3 million is point zero zero seven five percent of $400 million. No wonder our country is falling apart. <laughs> my fault <laughs> uh thanks for listening it's the bs my name's jason bailey there's nikki d there's nelson and i asked uh you know when you re- I, I the answer is yes when you borrow something from somebody you return it in better shape at least in the shape not how you can't improve everything sure, well yeah you can at least attempt right i mean your house sitting for somebody mm-hmm. you're gonna make a little bit of a mess when they're com- when they come home, you want to clean the house. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, you want to clean up. The dishes should be washed, clean the floors. It should look tidy. I'll give you an example of leaving something better than how they found it, or you know, on par. When Nikki D stayed at my house mm-hmm. and she stayed in the guest room, she is the neatest guest. She would make her bed. When she was done, she took all the sheets off the bed so I could wash them, mm-hmm. or she took them down. One of the two, because it was a couple different times she did this. That's that's. Common courtesy, right? Exactly. So what you do. something better when you find it. I made sure the bathroom I used was clean yep. and as much as I could because Bailey had some things he wanted clean specific, but that's what you do. So I bring this up because when uh, we all moved here, you know, I, I drove cross country, so I had my vehicle. Nikki D ended up buying a vehicle and Nelson didn't have a vehicle. Mm. So he drives to San Jose where he's got family and borrows this sweet 1993 Ford Explorer. Mm-hmm. And what'd you guys call it? The munchie wrap? The crunch, crunch wrap. wrap. Crunch wrap. It's crunch wrap supreme. Well, cr- I don't he know. made it that way, by the way. No, I did not. It was crunchy when I got it. What he does that mean? Crunchy. What does that mean? I don't know what that means. Like, it just had this thing about it where there was no music in there, so you mm-hmm. had to push your little tape set in, cassette, the Bluetooth I found a blue- to your phone. I found a Bluetooth cassette <laughs> tape. Like, the old school way you'd put the cassette tape in with a cord on it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I found a Bluetooth version of that. Very cool. So that goes in the cassette deck, yeah. but there wasn't any AC. It smelled like smoke all the time. Now, I don't know if it smelled like that when he got it. It did not. It did when I got it. I was not smoking in it. Okay. So it already smelled like smoke? Yes. Okay, so it smelled like smoke in there. It was a little dingy. You know, mm-hmm. just, right. it just felt crunchy. So I know if I were, if I had a family member that was nice enough to loan me a vehicle, mm-hmm. and it was in that shape. Exactly. I would... The time that I had it, do everything I can to make it better when I took it back so they had a better vehicle. It I got it so It would have smelled good. It would have been clean. It, shampooed. I would have got it detailed. Yeah. Oh, Absolutely. Detail is a good idea. 
So you, he finally takes it back this past weekend. Keep and, in mind, I backed into something and broke out a taillight and dented part of it. So. Well, and it, broke the whole back end off that you have to pull You're up. all about that Ford medallion I'm where sorry, the, the lift gate handle is at. It was already cracked. <laughs> I just it. cracked it right. the rest of the way. Calm down. <laughs> Thing was a disaster. You destroyed it. I promise you. It was lift- like a, a juvenile delinquent 16-year-old stealing cars. <laughs> Joyride. Joyriding, running from the cops. Mm-hmm. And Nikki, you were nice enough to drive over to San Jose with him. I did. So we had a ride back. Yeah, because I didn't want him to be with his kids trying to catch trains and all that. That's a lot. Oh, oh the kids were with you on a, on a road trip? Yes. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Don't was, heavy it was sigh. It was, we made it. <laughs> you heavy sigh. You sighed all day. I know I sighed all day. <laughs> I need, okay, remember, remember, double, huh? double blink. You need help. But I'm right. going to ask you a question. Okay. You okay after that? Yeah, that's what yeah. I thought. Blink, blink. Anyway, <laughs> that's a lot. I had him over at the house, and I was—you see me blinking. Let yeah. me see. Well, yeah. I, at the house yesterday. Was, oh yeah, yeah. I was blinking all day. <laughs> Call him a blinking. Oh, <laughs> ah, that was good. <laughs> Dummy. So when you take the car back in this horrible shape, busted up, dented, stinking. Probably smoking, you know, the engine. Paint's all chipped off. The tire was Mirrors flat. are busted. Tires are flat. One I don't know tire. what he replaced it with. That's the only thing I didn't Different beat. rims. If he put a donut on it or nope. if he had an actual tire. I just filled the tire back up. So when you get back, what is it, your cousin? Yeah, it's my cousin. Okay. Close? Are you with close? I mean, no. Okay. Not. So you pull up to this house. We do. What kind of house is this? Uh, it's a nice little uh, California-looking house with some okay. palm trees around. Cool. Do you just drop it off and leave? No, we go inside. What? You too? I go inside too, yes. Wow. I had to use the bathroom really bad. So did did, did you wait like did she look outside and like, what the blank? I, she did not look outside. I'm oh. not sure why she didn't. And Nelson pulled a fast one on me. Please I, tell me you go in there and you find out she's blind. Nope, she's not blind. She can see very well. But I had to go to the bathroom because we we drove straight through for the two hours. So when I go to the bathroom, Nelson hurries up and quickly tries to tell her all the damages he did to the truck so that I couldn't be there to witness no. her raw reaction when he told her. That was a long pee-pee because there's a lot of damage. Look, I tried to hurry up and get out of the bathroom so fast once I heard him. Yeah. So by the time What's I zoom out there, he's already told her all the things. So all I get to hear her say is, oh, you know, it's fine. Don't worry about it. And he's like, you know, just let me know if there's damages. And, you know, no, I'll pay you. And she's like, no, don't, you're not going to have to pay me anything. It's fine. Oh and I'm God. like, oh, See, my See, that's goodness. the problem. You've had that too much in your life. You've had people go, don't yeah. worry about it. It's it's fine. I know you destroyed my life in the house and the car. But, yes. you know, don't even worry about paying me back. Yeah. That, that that's the type of person you're, you, I've failed upward. Yes, my entire life. You've been surrounded by givers, uh huh, enablers. I think is what they call that. Well, both they're giving and enabling. Yes, you know mm-hmm. that's a problem because you knew deep down inside you lied to your cousin. No, I you, told her the truth. No, 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 you did not tell her the truth because you were not going. You would not have paid her back immediately. It would take ten years. And now I did not say the timeline. I said to go find out how much it See, costs, and I would pay for it. That's what the he fine did. print. There's I the fine said, print. I, but that does not change that I would pay, wouldn't pay for it. I would pay for it. Fine print. That's what he told her. And so I, my whole thing with him returning, I still this want truck, to talk to her on the air. My whole thing with I'll him returning a, this truck a, was okay. You've damaged it. You can't do anything about the light at this point. You can't replace that the the back piece of it that you broke off. No. 
he came out of his house with a part of the truck <laughs> as we were getting ready to leave. I don't know what he did with that part. I don't know if he pieced it up there, glued it up the, there. I don't know what he did yeah, with no, it. That was the engine he's trying to say. Right. No. And Whatever. so the thing with me was, I'm like, why is why is the truck so dirty? It's covered in flowers. I'm like, Nelson, at the very least, you should have washed this woman's truck in detail. Oh, yeah. That's the least why didn't you, you should have done. Because I didn't think of it. I'm sorry. <laughs> See, you, you're not a giver. Exactly. I am a giver. You're not a giver. If in you're, most cases, I am a giver. If you're a giver, that's not what he said. If you're a giver. <laughs> I can take it with the best of them. If you're a giver, that would have been your first thought is how can I make this That would have been mine because beautiful. I've damaged this woman's car. Like, right. oh my gosh, what can I do right now with what I have? I, fixed I can the at the very game. least detail. You can tell when you're in the presence of a giver. I'm a giver. You come over to my house, you look at the spread, we go all out because we want to yes. give to our friends. Absolutely. Guys like this, <laughs> they're not givers. Maybe it's just a different kind of giver. How many times have I made sure that you and our uh, co-worker complex have been fed here you in the have, building? You have. You have done that, which is mm-hmm. why I was very shocked at, like, how you just did not care about this lady's car. Not, like, not like She didn't cousin. let you borrow no, sugar. Don't say that. She let you borrow a car. You think she's a bitch? No, I do not. <laughs> not in the least. God, wait, I love you my cousin. She was such a sweet woman, too. Well, yes. not, not according to Nelson. <laughs> She I was. hope she doesn't go to the Odyssey app or the BaileyShow.com and hear the sure hope she doesn't either. podcast. <laughs> I mean, you're talking about blood, and you're just like, I can do whatever I want. She's too stupid to not realize what, any different. No, he just not. rolled up, parked that truck, hopped out of it. He was still pulling trash out of it at her house no, when we got out. No, I was out. not. That was I the- was like, oh, my gosh. He had a whole 12-pack of some kind of soda thing. He was stuffing trash down there. Well, in you it. know I'm the like, theory behind that with him. What's that? He's like, the more trash I can put in this car, I can do whatever I want because she's a whore. Stop. No, I did not say There's that. There's a saying. Don't make me laugh at that because it's old, funny. Old, <laughs> but it's not true. Old ancient saying. It's an old ancient no. saying. You're misrepresenting that. That was the stuff. Roman and I had a couple of 20-ounce bottles that we got for the little trip, the bags of chips that we bought at the gas station that we all filled but up at. But you didn't at. put it in a bag. You put it in a like a 12-can soda box. Where'd was, you get that from? Well, because because he. that's what he, he's like. Sluts like that stuff. <laughs> so exactly he has like zero respect for his cousin. <laughs> is she married? I didn't see a man there. It was just her and her, no, uh, uh, I think married. her niece or something like that, she said. Yeah, you know why? Because he's like ugly, slutty whores, oh, don't mind God. trashy cars. <laughs> I would never speak oh like that of my family. And Neither then Nelson I. hands the key to the little girl. She looks like, I don't think she's old enough to drive, but She's I mean, 17. Okay, maybe she is. So I'm like, why are you handing the key to her? That poor child should not get in here and drive that truck. Well, you know, his mindset. He's like, this God. girl's too stupid and ugly to realize that it's oh, destroyed. No. <laughs> Stop. It's an old ancient saying. It was a joke because it's going to be the car she learns to drive on. So I jokingly handed her the key like, here's your car. Oh, my God. I hope she's I not learning how to drive like that. I hope front not ramp. either. It's a good car to learn on. You destroyed it. You like guys with this destroyed it. I do not know where you are that coming from. That lady needs new tires, Nelson. Okay. Every tires. time I saw you, you were on two wheels. Let me ask you. Okay, we'll So end, only two new we'll, tires. We'll end this conversation. Okay. Very simply. What's the question? Nikki D, mm-hmm. you have a beautiful new vehicle. I do. All right. Would you loan your car to Nelson? Absolutely not. I barely want Nelson to get inside of my car and ride or his kids. Okay. 
What did his kids Whoa, do? Whoa! Why um, the kids? They did really, really good for the most part. Oh, is this the zoo? We don't, we don't have time for they the zoo did, right now. We don't have time. They did really, really good, and Penelope did great. I will give her that. But Roman, he almost tore my seatbelts up. I was like, oh, my gosh, I oh. kept having to check on him a lot. He was upset, and I heard Nelson like, oh, we should have drove my car. We should have drove my car. <laughs> and I'm like, well, he acts up because he's used to driving in cars with trash. Uh, that's like so. old. That's a. Uh, and then they got out. Pedi- and what's a uh, uh, kid doctor? Oh, um, PD. Uh, no, what are you Doogie Hauser? Doogie Hauser. No, no, no. What are they called? PD. Uh, Pedi- pediatricians. Pediatricians. Yeah, they say kids act up if they've got junky cars. Yeah, they got out and left a case of cheese quesadilla stuck in my side. Door. Not a quesadilla. Yeah. Damn it. Well, I wonder where that went. That. Nelson wanted to eat it. So them. they're banned from my car. Wow. Oh, man. Well, how, how are you going to take her off on some little adventure? You asked the bar No, Penelope is good. She listens. They is a lot of people. They is you and Roman. You guys are banned. All right. Well, I'm going to do something different. I'm going to let everybody cool off for a second. <laughs> because he's... You don't want to get another whore comment in real quick before we go? By the way, those weren't my words. From me is obviously what it meant. I'm assuming that's how you feel. <laughs> Just based off of how you returned her car, how you returned her car. I would never say those things because that's horrible. Nor would I. But I know people like you, and that's their excuse. I'm going to give you your car back in this shape because you're a whore. Oh my those aren't my rules. All right. I won't put that on the list of rules of yours. Then. No, sir. I have much respect for people. I would not do those things because of said reasons. Mm. I agree with you. Horrible word. Yeah. Horrible thing to call somebody. Dirty. Yeah. Especially Me. cousin. God almighty. Me. Whore. <laughs> <laughs> Stop saying it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, give us. Hold on. He can't even talk. He can't even stop laughing. He can't even talk. <laughs> All right. It's the BS on Indian Rock. Tomorrow, uh, we will have Jelly Roll on the program. Which, so cool. Yeah, he uh, and did one of these Odyssey check-ins, like the company that we work for, for their rock formats, have me talk to all these cool people, and they put it across the, you know, all the other radios, whatever. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, you know, I just sit back and, and wait for the text. And they, you know, hey, do you want to do or email? And, you're like, and they ask me. They don't, they don't force it on me. They say, hey, do you want to do you it or not? get a choice. That's cool. You know, not that I want to say no, because that would be kind of rude. Right. Uh, but anyway, they, they was like, you interested in Jelly Roll? And I was like, yes. Like, I'm such a, I'm so enthralled with Jelly Roll. Like, all as I wanted, all as I wanted to know when I spoke to him last week, in which we'll air the conversation tomorrow, and it'll be released. On, I got to do it coinciding with what the company wants to do. But uh, all as I wanted to ask him was, are you real? He was a real boy. Yeah. I mean, you see all the stuff, the documentary on Hulu, and you're like, are you legit? Or are we being hustled by this phony baloney? Because that's what hustlers do. Hustlers, the reason why hustlers are so good at whatever it is they decide to do is they have a master's degree in manipulation, and they have zero ego. And when you can apologize and say sorry, as much as people like that can do, mm-hmm. it'll get you really far. Because in the back of your mind, you're like, I'll say whatever I want as long as I'm getting paid. 
You know, yeah. so I was like, are you that guy? And that's what hustlers are. Was he offended at all by you asking him that, or he took it good? I will tell you tomorrow when okay. we talk to him. That's what mm-hmm. I want to know. You will have to find out, Nikki D, tomorrow. <laughs> that's what I want to know. <laughs> the, uh, the, the woman uh, that was, you know, she was Smallville, the super, was that Dean Kane? No. No. Smallville was on the WB. Okay. You know, Allison Mack, mm-hmm. she was uh, best known for her role as a young Superman's close friend. Yes. Okay. But she was also a big deal in that, that cult. Yeah, the Nexium. Yeah, the Nexium. Mm-hmm. And when they put the uh, cult leader, this guy Keith Rooney, for those who aren't familiar, I highly suggest you go and watch, I think it's on Netflix, actually. It was, I know for sure. Okay, the the whole Nexium thing. Mm-hmm. So it was a cult, California-based, right? San Francisco, yeah, San Francisco, mm-hmm. I believe. I think I'm right on that. Yeah, let me double look check it up. Anyway, so this guy, Keith Rainier, it's not like your normal cult. It wasn't like this weird kind of, you know, the Waco type of Dave Crush kind of stuff like that. It, it, was, it was like a, uh, a business plan or something. And it turned into this whole, it was all about sex. It's always, all, it's always, always comes down to sex, mm-hmm. right? It's like, uh, David Crush, what did he do? He goes, all right, I've been told God said for uh, me to sleep with all of your wives and you not to touch them anymore. <laughs> <laughs> right. Okay, Dave, that's a great idea. I'm so glad I'm living in the desert with you. You know. So that's what this Keith Rainier guy did. He started having sex with all the the females that he they were they were bringing on board here. And Allison Mack, believe it or not, this I mean, I guess quasi celebrity was like his right-hand woman, right? Wow. That would help manipulate these girls to get them to sleep with Keith Rainier. And if memory serves from the from the, from the, the show, it was the, the how they what they did was they got dirt on you. And I forget what they called it, but they had a word for it. The secret society called DOS. Well, there was a word that they used. They would get dirt on these on these people or their families, and they would say, like, okay, you are loyal to what we're doing by telling us your biggest and darkest secret. Ooh. And then they turned it on them and said, you, "You, yeah, you need to do this, or we're going to tell these people about this secret." Dang, yeah, yeah I didn't watch this documentary in full because they had the daughter of Catherine Oxenberg. She was a part of it. She's actually on the. She was on Dynasty. Uh, they had the uh, uh, Seagram's Liquor Fortune. I believe Dang. the daughter. Really? of that. I mean, like, so it was like prominent people. That, Based out of New York, by the way, not California. was it New York. Mm-hmm. All right. She was in jail in Calif. She was in jail by uh, by the Bay. Doubly, but anyway, what is this girl going to do? Like she just gets out of jail. She was an actress. She only spent two years in there. Right, but it doesn't matter. I mean, everybody knows who she is and what she did. You got to put that on a resume. I'm assuming. Like, what do you do if you're? I mean, it's one thing to be a criminal and be reformed, and you get out and you're honest and you're saying like, when I was younger, I did this. You're going to find somebody that'll probably give you an opportunity and a chance to. Come back. I know, actually, I think this state's trying to do away with even telling people that you were incarcerated, which I do not agree what? with. Right. But but anyway, nonetheless, uh-huh. is, you know, you'll find somebody, you'll have a trade, and you'll find somebody that'll give you an opportunity. Mm-hmm. She's not a blue-collar worker. She's an actress. Mm-hmm. She can't get another acting gig, or can she? You know, what you do is I you mean, s- I guess she can, because there's been actors and actresses that have gone to jail and come back. You know, or been canceled. Kevin Spacey. Yeah, but like from a cult, though. Yeah, I know. Like the way I would, if I'm her PR agent, 
you turn yourself into a motivational speaker. There you go. That's well, that's out against it. That's yeah, that's that makes sense. that's the go-to and a life coach. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, and then you go on these tours, and then you're talking about your experience. You have to be open and honest about how you got sucked into the cult and how quickly it can it can take over someone else. And it's essentially multi-level marketing. And that's the biggest scam job. That and consulting, like two of the right. biggest scam jobs. <laughs> like, God bless you if you do that for a living. But it is. And I'm not hating on it. What, motivational speakers? Yeah, well, just that one or consult. Yeah, a motivational speaker. Like, mm-hmm. anybody can do it. Mm-hmm. As long as you have a gimmick, <laughs> you go up. To, I mean. It's a hell of a gimmick. You could have the saddest, <laughs> most depressed. Like, I have no money. My career sucked. But you had this, I don't know. Comeback story. This whatever. Oh, success. You know, this ah moment. You go there. Hey, guys. You know, I'm. Haven't been able to hold a job down. Haven't worked in the last eight years. I've been doing this, and I got to tell you why. I had a dream one night that the world was a beautiful place, and the roses were red, and the violets were blue, and the water was wet, and the sky was blue again. <laughs> and I got to tell you, if you get eight hours and you exercise, you can have that same dream. It's the American dream, is what I'm talking about, ladies and gentlemen. No way. <laughs> this guy is great. I've been able to. Feed me and my family for eight years without working. That's the American dream. And I'm going to tell you how to do it right now, okay? Pens and papers. You know, like you could just sit there and BS people, no pun intended, for hours and get they get paid ridiculous amounts of money. They do. Life coaches. I know you have friends that have turned into quote-unquote life coaches. I do have friends that are life coaches, absolutely. They're gimmicks. I don't think they're gimmicks. They're gimmicks. They're just people that have good smiles and can talk. Mm-hmm. As long as you can make somebody be- look, I can sit in front of anybody for an hour. I'm one of the best liars you can meet. Oh, let's go. Um, get that get that audio, Nelson. Thank you. Go ahead. Yeah, I am. I admit it. I, I know. I don't. I don't lie, but I'm a good liar. Ah, here it you comes. definitely the do fix. lie. No, know I, how to fix it. But I do, go I, on. I, no, I'm not trying to fix it. So you're saying for an hour you could sit in front of somebody and lie. I could, yeah. I know you could. And I'm not alone. There's a bunch of us out there. <laughs> he would never do that, though. Yes, oh, I would, would for the right price. Yes, he would. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> you pay me enough. Somebody called right now and said, hey, you know, local high school's having some problems. They need somebody, a motivational speaker. You seem like um, you got things going on, you know, whatever. <laughs> Can you come out and tell us some stories and stuff? How much? Like, we're going to pay you a million dollars. Okay, cool. <laughs> I'll make a living out of it. Bailey's life coach and more. And more. <laughs> the and more is a 800 number you can call in case you're thinking about committing a crime. Committing a crime, right. absolutely. And yeah. he will coach you into not committing that crime. Well, I just want to leave the occupation open-ended. Uh-huh. Well, that's nice. <laughs> I, got a lot of, I got a lot of things upstairs. Sell yourself short. You know. A lot of irons in the fire. So I always see these life coaches, you know, the, the, the TED Talks and you know on YouTube. I'm like, you're such a liar. Like, the, you're the person that posts... How great your life is on Facebook on a daily basis so you convince yourself that your life is that good. Because mm-hmm. anybody that posts that on social media about how great their life is, they're not talking to you. They're talking to them because their life sucks. They're miserable. If you want to help one of your friends, help the ones that seem the happiest. Well, that's what they always say. Check on your happy friends. Who's the no, same people? Said, That's check like on a, your strong friends. No, he's right. That's the same saying as the people that are like the horse. Oh God! Oh, I, was, I never heard that. Happy friends. Yeah, check on your happy friends. Yeah, the happy friends are the ones that are the most miserable. Okay, 
I know people that smile all the time have something wrong with them. Don't, I know that for a fact. Yeah, got potty. They no, <laughs> they don't have the potty. Can <laughs> I get through this? I have got to go. I just have one more life coach speech to make. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to the restroom. All right, fourth and final round. Anyway, this chick's out of jail. If you see her, if you see Allison her, Mack. if you know her, I'd love to talk to her. I want to know what she's going to do. Don't get any tattoos with her. You know. Yeah, yeah. If she if she wants you to go someplace and she's got this idea and this business plan, you might want to skip that one. <laughs> right. That's going to be her. Look, guys, I was in prison, yes, but I helped authorities get the bad guy, and I'm here just to tell you that that was a cult, and I was roped in like everybody else. But this idea that I have is totally different. Mm-hmm. And you should <laughs> sleep with this guy. This guy is legit really good in bed. <laughs> I lied about this guy. Uh, <laughs> just kidding. All right, fourth and final round of headlines. What do you got? I'm going to tell you why a Wimbledon match was interrupted and who Subway offended big time. All right, get you out of that here in just a minute. It is the BS on 98 Rock. All right, here we go. Fourth round of headlines. Nikki D. Protesters have stormed Wimbledon 8-7. Uh, they threw orange-colored confetti and a jigsaw onto the grass before one protester, as you can see there, uh, sat down, uh, stopping play. So earlier today, two protesters went out during a Wimbledon match between Dimitrov and Shimbakuro, and they threw out glitter and some puzzle pieces uh, across the grass. They had to stop the match. And it's because this is group Just Stop Oil. They're protesting because Wimbledon is in sponsorship with the Barclays, which is an organization that they say gave $30 billion. And this Just Stop Oil company is against um, the fossil fossilification or whatever, however they say it, of you, the U.K. using oil, and this was their purpose. Yeah, thank God they did that. Just, I mean, because now it's all done, mm-hmm. you know, because they did that. So uh, I'm sure that whole business deal, whatever you just said, is, is off the table, <laughs> and everything is how they want everything to be because protesters always feel that they're right. This group has been doing this for two years now. This is how long their protest has gone on. I mean, I'm surprised they didn't get shot, to be honest with you. After, you know, what happened years ago with um, Monica Sellis, and I don't know where that was at. Was that the French Open? Because it was, I think, a Frenchman that stabbed her. But this is years ago. Guy comes out from the crowd, stabs her, one of the top tennis players in the world, if not the top at the time. That's what I was going to ask you. I watched this video, and the woman, they snatched her up quick and got her out of there. But the man walked out into the middle of the court, sat down Indian style, and he was out there for a while. And I was going to ask, like, the tennis aren't, like, their security isn't more swift than that? I'm surprised. I mean, this is arguably the large. I mean, it's one of the biggest majors. I mean, it's one of the big majors, right? You got Wimbledon. You got the U.S. Open, the Australian Open, and the French Open. You know, those are the big mamas. So I'm surprised, you know. Both of the tennis players were just walking back and forth. The guy still sitting there. I'm like, dang, where's the security for him? Right. They should be able to do what professional wrestlers are able to do. They, if if a fan gets in the ring, if you're at a wrestling match, wrestlers have every right to protect themselves and beat the fan up. I've seen it. Whoa. I've seen like it. See I've seen it happen. <laughs> now that's real. It's badass. <laughs> well, you know, a couple years ago at the WWE Hall of Fame. A guy came up and pushed over Bret Hart. And you watch the wrestlers beat this kid to, not death, but they whip the schnizzles out of this kid. Dang. Because everybody, you know, thinks, it's like, oh, I want to be a wrestler. And it's like, 
there's a this generation of the, a, a huge blur between reality and uh and 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 fantasy right you just can't do that and run yeah. up on people but the protesters like i know the whole point is to bring attention to i don't care about your oil whatever it is i mean i'm sure it's a noble cause but get out get out of the way dude find some other way to do it it's get not going to happen stop blocking traffic you know, that's the other thing. Get out of the roads. Right. You know, I mean, it, like there was what in Chicago. I think it was Chicago. All these people were running out. There's like this semi and the semi stops. I would have kept going. No, he can't. He just can't run them over on purpose. The hell you can't because they start They try to drag him out of the truck. They're jumping up on the truck. That ain't happening. Mm-hmm. My life or yours. You lose. Well, now, if people were jumping on my truck, I probably would start rolling. I ain't going to lie about that. This entitlement, you know, and this arrogance that you're better than everybody else because you've got a mission in life. No. Bite my ass, you know. Protest a different way. Don't don't get in front of my car. Not at all. Because you're going to get hit, you know. Don't give them any ideas on what to bite and where to bite. It's like your shark theory, right? That is like my shark theory. Actually, cars are in the road. So if you get in the road where a car is rolling and you get hit, it's your fault. Driver got to drive. Absolutely. That's right. (laughs) (laughs) All right, second story. It's all fun and games until Subway does it. H8. We would like to give you our deepest apologies for the sign that was posted in a Georgia Subway restaurant. As you can imagine, we've been under a lot of pressure. This was a very low blow and a grave mistake. How did we know it was inappropriate? It was a dead giveaway. We feel totally blown away and our team wants to make amends for this misstep of titanic proportions. The person who came up with the ad feels completely crushed. And to our customers, we really let you down. If you don't forgive us, we might go under. Wow. Was that, what, what is that audio from? That's from Delicious Audio. Yeah, but I mean, like, was that... That's the story. Was it a joke? The yeah, it's a joke. It's a okay. joke. I was like, that's, like, I don't think that's how you apologize. No. Yeah. Not a great <laughs> apology. I thought it was hilarious. According to Newser, um, a subway in Georgia in Recon, Georgia, put up a sign out on, on, on the road that said, our subs don't implode. Now, a lot of people made jokes oh. about this submersible, and everybody put the jokes out and did the things, but when Subway did it, people went crazy. Well, yeah. <laughs> so, so why can you joke about these? This, this goes back to my theory. Is that if you have money, you know, if you're a billionaire, then your life doesn't matter and you're open season. Mm-hmm. They're not even celebrities, right? And usually that's what people say about celebrities. Look, right. you're a public figure. You can say, people can say whatever they want about you. You put yourself out there. And then you have a night, what, 19 year old kid. Yes. Everybody's making jokes about the, these people dying this horrible, in a horrible way. And it's okay. Nobody's stood up and said, hey, stop making, I mean, that's it's like really. Until now, because Subway made a joke, and now people are like, you've gone too far. This is distasteful. I'm like, y'all have posted a million distasteful jokes. But but so you see somebody else die. I mean, if somebody dies every day, can't make a joke. Can't make a joke about that. Everybody's justification in jokes for these people is they paid money to die, so they don't feel sorry for them. Uh, I don't know about that. That's well, crap. Also, Subway is a corporation. I mean, there's a bit of a difference between an individual making that joke and a company making that joke. But see, here's the thing. You know, back in the day, you could make jokes. You could. There was no (laughs) such thing as too soon. That'd be a hell of a promotion in 1995. (laughs) You're right. And and, and you could. (laughs) And if somebody did, well, like, you'd get that, oh, you know. You'd say, oh, come on. Right. I'm just. I'm just. Just joking. I'm just joking. All right. Just jokes, people. Just joking. 
and people would be cool with it. They would. <laughs> it's just how it was. Not now. No. Not now. now. No. So way they had to take the sign down, and they did issue an actual formal apology. They said, uh, "We've been in contact with the franchise um, uh, this matter, and we've made it clear that this kind of comment has no place in our business. The sign has been removed." So they did issue an actual apology and say that they were sorry. That's nice. Yeah. They should give out free water to people for apologies. <laughs> <laughs> See now. <laughs> <laughs> Had to throw it in there. Why he acting like he all empathetic? <laughs> <What>? <laughs> right. Last minute calls, comments, concerns. <laughs> they should give us give out free subs. Yeah, free subs. The pressure of life got you feeling hungry. <laughs> See that? Like you can't keep going because then it's just distasteful. I agree. <laughs> free subs with a bottle of water. That's it. That's the promotion. No, subs in the water. <laughs> <laughs> I wrote him that, so it wouldn't be distasteful on his part. Oh, yeah. He hasn't gotten a letter from you in a while. No, there it is. Hey, Jason, it's Nelson from the BS. <laughs> you should say this. Uh-huh. Whatever I just said. Yeah. Subs in the water. Don't let Nikki D know it's your friend Nelson. I know her, though. <laughs> P.S. My cousin's a whore. Love your buddy Nelson <laughs> from the Bailey Show. <laughs> PSSS slut faced cousin. PSS. <laughs> oh my God. What a double is. <laughs> All right, last minute calls, comments, concerns, even if we have time, I don't know. Uh, 916-909-0985. Also, any text, you can get them in at the same number. Messaging and data rates apply. It's the BS on 98 Rock. As always, we appreciate you listening. Excuse me. It is the BS. My name's Jason Bailey. Right there, that's Nikki D. There is Nelson. We kind of dressed alike today, Nikki. We did. With our stripes. It's kind of like some weird universe thing talking, huh? Mm Mm-hmm. Could be. You never know. You woke up this morning, you're like, I gotta dress like Jason. <laughs> That's exactly how I woke up this morning. And I woke up this morning, I said, I gotta dress like Nikki. <laughs> <laughs> and we could hear each other talking, but we couldn't see each other. It's kind of neat. Neat old Smeeto. Yeah. You guys see this guy uh, before we get out of here? Did you see you guys, uh, uh, the DoorDash guy bitching about his $5 tip? Oh my God. No, yes. Oh, another one of those? Yes. Yeah. So th- th- this guy, I don't know, do you remember what state it was? I don't remember what state it was. I'm sorry. So he's, I don't, is he DoorDash? Because it looked like he had a pizza. But anyway, nonetheless. He brought a pizza, but it was DoorDash. You can get, yeah, oh, you, you can, can still get DoorDash. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the guy rolls up to a pretty nice house mm-hmm. and he takes the food out of the little, you know, sleeve. Little dog runs out named Max. The person that's opening the doors, come here, Max, goes inside. Guy gives the pizza to the lady. And says thank you. She says thank you, and he goes what five dollar, just a five dollar tip or something like that. Yeah, she caught it on the the. It was all caught on the ring cam. He's like five dollar tips, pretty crappy tip basically for such a nice house. Yeah, he was. Oh yeah, he goes nice house. Thanks for the five dollar tip. Uh huh. Like because it's supposed to depend on the house. 
No, it depends on the food order and how much your order was to give you your little 20%. I agree. She That's actually it. gave 25% because it was a $5 tip on a $20 pie. Yeah. He's ridiculous. Oh, yeah. That's bad. I So I was uh, getting a massage from my, my people at the mall, right? Okay. And I guess they... So ordinarily, if you get a massage, it's 10%. Okay, that's 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 the norm you tip on a massage. Okay, I didn't know that. It's 10%. So I go in there, and you know I got these two people. I got one doing the feet, one doing the head. And I go up there, and it's, uh, it was like $90 okay. or $89. I gave them 100 They like cash because mm-hmm. they probably skip out on their taxes. Uh-huh. And then in five <laughs> years, go back to their country and take it all with them. Anyway, so I gave them 100 bucks. It's $11, bucks, $11 tip. And they sat there, and they're like, for two people? <gasps> and I've, I've had them do this before i'm like yeah you go no 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 no. that's fine you so i play it off like no 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 no, no. you keep it because no, 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 no. <laughs> you can't have a conversation with them because none of them speak english very well mm-hmm. you know they're not gonna it's not gonna compute so you flip it on them to act like they're saying it's too much and you're like oh no you just keep it oh yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, that's good because <laughs> one lady like she's the like the, the the muscle and so she and then the people that are helping me right there so they're in the back so they don't look like bad guys she's like for two people i'm like yeah 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 no 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 you keep it mm-hmm. i don't want any change no no no, no. it's all you it's yep. all, no 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 for two people yeah 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. just keep it all charge more <laughs> it's such a premium to have two people charge more Oh, my gosh. I felt bad when I, I did that. I got my feet done, and I tried to tip her, but she didn't include it on my card. So I, I didn't give her nothing. But I did feel bad. I want to go back and give her something. Well, I've gone back if if it didn't register in the card. Mm-hmm. or I mean, I, I don't think I forget, but I'll go back and tip somebody if I didn't tip them. Like, I believe in the tipping system, but I don't think that tipping- You should call anybody out. Tipping is not a right. It's a privilege. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. So if somebody doesn't tip you and you deserve it, sleep well. They won't. Mm-hmm. Right? Yep. Uh, it's just like somebody that steals from a charity. Right? They, like, if they if they need to steal from a charity, they obviously need it. Right. You steal or, from the collection plate at church. Right. You're, you're that type of person. Mm-hmm. You're either desperate or a bad person. Nonetheless, it has nothing to do with you. So if you work in an occupation that revolves around tipping, you know, first you got to ask yourself, if you're not getting tipped well, is it you? Right. Right. And people have a very difficult time asking themselves that question. That is the first question I always ask myself when there's a problem. And I learned that a while back is, what did you do wrong? And a lot of times, i got to be honest with you, the answer is nothing. <laughs> We're not shocked. <laughs> no shock here. And once I come to that realization, then I can start pointing fingers. So if you're in that industry, you got to ask yourself, am I doing anything? You got to be honest. Am I doing something wrong? Okay, so no, you're not. So these people are just bad tippers. Might need to find a different gig somewhere else that mm-hmm. you're going to get better tippers a different part of town. Or you need to learn what tipping is and how much is actually supposed to even be given to you because he was out of order. Yes. Right. This guy was totally wrong. Mm-hmm. You know. Order. And the lady did the right thing. She closed the door. You know. I think was it him or her that said, "Go f yourself." He said, "F you." He said, "F you." Mm-hmm. Like what? Classless. And then he loses. He's going to lose his job. Yeah, they've already fired him. Yeah, they fired him. Yep. Nobody Out wants to there. hire that trash. No. Don't it, come to my door with that. Because now, uh, I I read an article yesterday where the Uber Eats drivers have started like you open the door to get your food and they're breaking in your houses. What? They're doing home invasions Leave when, it they're, on the when porch. they're delivering your food. Well, that's yep. just y'all's neighborhood. 
Right. No, this was an well, article mine. that was it started in anybody. Yeah. <laughs> it's actually a guy just wearing an Uber outfit, and then the Uber driver's <laughs> like, you know, I can make so much more money if I do this. Yes. Yeah, that's exactly what happened. Where'd you see it? Is it happening here? It didn't, I didn't see where it happened at, but it was one of those things like women beware because it's starting to happen to women. Yeah. So I, I got to w- pay attention now to even more craziness. It's kind of one of my dreams. Is somebody to try to do that to me, and I win. It's not my dream for somebody to try to do that because I don't want to kill anybody. I oh. think it'll be on my conscience bad. Right? right, but just wound them. No, if you try to break in my house, I'm going to shoot you and I'm going to kill you. I'm not well, going to wound you. Well, they say you should shoot to kill, yes. You're so not mean. I should. I'm trained for that. That's what people don't realize. She put fires out on Navy submarines. I understand this. She I is did way more than that. She's and also, if you hand me a gun, I will shoot you in the heart. She's a trained sniper from the submarine she practiced on soda cans, right? <laughs> no, we had targets. Did targets. They float? Or were they like floating at the top of the water, or were they, sub- were they in the sub? The no. Cans? Nelson? Well, the submarine was based in a cove. Oh. <laughs> in the islands. Got it. So they shot coconuts. Oh, that makes sense. <laughs> okay. That'll be one of your FAFO moments. Uh, <laughs> Go right ahead and come up in my house. See what happens. <laughs> See what happens. <laughs> She's the pied sniper. <laughs> pied right. sniper. Let's get out of here. What do you got there, Nikki? Uh, I like the fact that we match today. Yes, I do too. Love it. Makes me feel like I have large breasts. <laughs> oh my god. Speaking of Nelson, uh, I just wondered if anybody got it like a car or something I could borrow. You know, just for a couple of days. As long as you're a whore. Heck. Yeah. Any whores out there got a car I can borrow? <laughs> some holes in this house. There's some holes. All right. Look, uh, thank you for listening. Give us a follow. Give us a like. Give us a share at Listen to the BS. Subscribe and like on the YouTube at The Bailey Show. Uh, Jelly Roll tomorrow. That's exciting. More tickets to your I Favors A1 uh, event happening uh, later this month. Have yourself a great, safe rest of your evening. We will talk to you, if all goes well, tomorrow at 3. And bye! That's enough nonsense for today. This has been The Bailey Show.